And we're back. Today, today we got a special guest. And I say that about all my guests, but this guest is extra special. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Frankie Chavez. Hello, guys. He's the owner of Spider Muay Thai. He's a ex-fighter. He's a father, good friend. And he's been pretty much a male role model for me since I met him. Thank you for being on the show, Frankie. Oh, you're welcome, man. This is probably this is the first podcast I've ever been on. Not the first podcast I've been a part of, but first podcast I've ever been on. Yeah. Dude, I was, you said yes so quick. I was like, dang, I, I know with your schedule, you know, you're pretty busy. So I was like, I didn't it's think different. It, I thought it'd be way in the future, you know? No, it's different. It's different because it's like uh, routines are cool and everything, but sometimes you got to get out of your routine. And when I told my wife, I'm like, hey, Mo hit me up. He wants me to be on his podcast. He's like, but you got the gym. I'm like, okay, I got somebody to cover it. She's like, really? Like, it's yeah. it's 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 strange for people to see me out of my routine. I, well, for me too. I was like, man, I've known this man for what, like six years now? Yeah, I, I, like, dude, I see you Monday. It used to be Monday through Thursday, and I see you Monday through Wednesday, you know? I used to see you Saturdays occasionally. I, I, I'm there Saturdays still. I, I uh, there's, Thursdays I stopped going because, you know, I want to spend more time with my kids, but that took a while to happen just because I needed to get the gym up and up and rolling, you know, and now that it's pretty sustainable on its own, I could kind of take a step back. One step, not too many. Yeah. Dude, you built like a little colony, dude, over at Spider-Man. Like just witnessing uh, witnessing it from when I started to what it is now, it's crazy. It's like you have your little soldiers, I guess you could say, you know, and they're like fucking telling everyone what to do. You should have seen it when I first started. It was nothing like how it is right now like if, if you were if i if i could show you like a video of like a timeline of how it happened it's you'd be like what the, how, how how is that even possible yeah but just keep going forward through all the fucking downs there was a lot of downs i seen the pictures of uh the ones that are inside the, the men's locker room it's like a it looks like a like a basement or something and you got like there's some people doing some something on a ball oh it's not a basement so that's where i started uh teaching first it was at a, I'm not going to, I don't want to say gym names. Okay. Right? I, I don't want to get sued or shit like that. <laughs> that was the gym in Santa it's not, it's not, it's not, it's, yeah, whatever. But it was in Costa Mesa. That mm. was um back in like 2008, 2007. It was me. I think it was, it was Aaron and Raul for sure were there. Cause I met them when they were like 14, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I started renting out a room in the back and then maybe as Big as your living room. That's how that's how we started, man. With three or four people. Yeah, that's pretty small. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty small. You <laughs> now we got I two even, floors. You know? Yeah, 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 and soon to be more. But yeah, that's coming. Yeah, that's a little fucking secret for if anyone at the gym that's been paying attention to the pod, dude. You know, a little tidbit so, about. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right now because I keep getting hit up. Like, when's the gym party? When's the gym party? So every year we, like, you know, we have like this huge gym party, right? It was supposed to happen in August. Uh-huh. And I had to kind of scale back and I scaled back. And the reason why is I'm um, trying to trying to acquire a bigger building, not so much leasing it anymore. I want to actually buy my whole building. Dang, big boy moves. Yeah, I have to, man. I want to I want to make it last forever, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm working on definitely growing the gym to 10,000 square feet. Right now we're at under 6,000. Um, and there's been some a couple of places that have you know sparked interest in me, and I just got to make the right move and do it smartly. Yeah. And then plus, I got another opportunity to uh, buy another gym out 
that's not here in states mm. somewhere else where's mexico or something i'm not gonna say man so that's in the works so i got i got a lot of things going so that's why we haven't had the gym party yeah you know and i, and I know we were supposed to have the gym party uh we minimized it to a halloween party yeah what you? What was your suggestion? I said Fur- to be furries. Furries. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is, man. But it's like those people that dress up in animal costumes, but then they like fuck each other. But we don't got to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> How is that going to be fucking all ages friendly, man? Well, we just do the furry part, not the okay. fucking, you know. Yeah. But um, I ended up taking like a, a trip just randomly that weekend that was pretty important to me, and that that didn't happen. So maybe you know everything aligns correctly. Hopefully, we'll have like a Christmas party or something. So I do. I I like doing that because I like bringing everybody together and um, everybody never really gets to see each other all in one spot. We are, we are 254 members deep and yeah. you'll only see whatever you see that day. The, the Everybody has their schedule. Yeah. So you'll see the, the same 15, 20 people. That's all we kind of fit right now. But throughout, you know, the whole gym. Well, last year's was uh, prom night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to see a lot of people you don't really see. You're like, oh, I didn't know they came to the gym. Like, yeah, dude. That was a fun one. That was a fun one, man. Yeah. Who? Somebody was, I told I told Troy not to do fireworks. And if he was, to do them like two blocks away from there. Yeah, did he do the fireworks? Yeah, yeah good guy. <laughs> I, don't yeah, know. I told him, like, dude, don't do fireworks, man. I'm going to get booted out of my uh, HOA here. Yeah, oh, you got an HOA? Ooh. Well, yeah. That, well, how do you think I got that that big old dining hall to do it in? I didn't really think about it. I don't really, I've never owned any property, but I've heard some pretty fucked up stories about homeowners association. Nah, that, that, our HOA is not that bad. Like, um, there's some HOAs that you cannot paint the house, mm-hmm. you know, and you only own what's inside, not the outside. Like, nah, I actually, my house is actually, it keeps it from looking trashy. You I, know? I can see that part and I like that, but then I've been like, okay, so like, I love Reddit. I go on Reddit <clears> more than I go on like IG and all that. And, there's like a whole page dedicated to just like shitty HOA things, you know. There's one dude, so he got fined for ha- he he put a doggy door somewhere where I guess they didn't like it, so they didn't give him a letter about it till like seven years later, and so then they fined him two hundred dollars per day, you know. Shit, it's pretty yeah, crazy. That's pretty bad. Yeah, but I mean, like the only things that I think when we first moved to where I live now, uh, my wife had a little issue with the HOA because we moved in and. There were some uh, bushes that were uh, above like a certain height. Mm-hmm. I mean, mind you, we just moved in and boop, first week, there's a there's a HOA later. Like, oh, you got to redo your, your lawn and all this stuff. I'm like, we literally just moved in. So we cut those down. And then I think we had a car parked a certain way and, you know, the HOA came out, started taking pictures. And yeah. at this point, Eva had enough and she walks up to the car like, hey, dude, like, why are you taking pictures of me? Why are you yeah. taking pictures on my house? He's like, I got kids and this and that. He's like, oh, no, no, it's not. It's not yours. It's your neighbors. And nope, we get a letter in the mail and she called the, the office and we never saw that guy again. That's weird, dude. But, uh, you know, uh, again, like uh, a good one. A good one was um, I think I had taken a piece of board out that was like eight feet tall and I slanted it up against my house and I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I got a letter saying like, hey, this is I could see this from the street. Take it down. I'm like. Yeah, it does look pretty shitty. So I, can, I took it down. Yeah, stuff like that is all right. But when it gets to the crazy fees, it's like when it's kind of fucked up because it's like you're already paying your mortgage and all that shit, taxes. And then yeah, like, I think I don't I don't. I don't know how much my HOA is. My wife takes care of all the bills. You know, mm. I just know it comes out. Yeah. Um, But I want to say it's like 300 a month. Yeah. And I got two of them, one for the city of Lake Forest and then one for that portion. So my HOA covers um, 
like all the the trails and the the clubhouse we were at. Like I mm. go to the pools and it's huge, man. Like I don't know if you walked around it. It had like a couple ponds and it's literally a lake. Yeah, I did. It's a nice area, dude. Honestly, very quiet. I like it. It's people, in Irvine or Lake yeah, Forest, Lake technically. Forest. Yeah, mm. like uh, people talk shit. Like, oh, you live in the forest and yada yada yada. I'm dude. But like, I'm not gonna live in the ghetto all my life you know yeah you're like i I worked this hard to get out of santa ana (laughs) yeah well i live in costa mesa oh did you same same oh wait you didn't grow up in santa ana no i grew up in costa mesa costa mesa from the age of uh i don't even know what age but i was in first grade whatever age you're at in first grade so i i moved there from uh rosemead i lived in rosemead for maybe a year and then before that i uh Lived in uh, Watts. Lived in Watts. Sorry, so I, <laughs> I had to reply to this text. Arguing with someone. <laughs> You're already arguing, dude? <sighs> Life, dude. Yeah, Watts, dude. Watts is pretty fucking gnarly. But I didn't... The thing is, like, my my first uh, culture shock was Watts. Because I'm not from here. I was. I grew up in... Uh, I was born in Mexico. Oh, wait. What are we so... You don't know. See? You don't know. There's a lot of stuff know, you don't know yeah. about me, man. I came here illegally. Did you? Yeah. What? I am what they consider... Uh, in a, alien. You, an alien, yeah, dude. Yeah. Wait, so how did you get your citizenship through marrying Eva or no man? But she uh my the old school way, man. Worked hard, paid paid off. No, not even a sponsorship. Before even all that stuff, you could um well my parents did it. Um they got not even a lawyer, they didn't get a lawyer, they did it all themselves. You know, mm-hmm. went, asked for the right forms, they fill out the forms, paid X amount of money. Waited years, 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 went to interviews, you know, all this stuff. I think the process maybe took like six, seven years, start to end, wow. until they finally said, all right, cool, you know, you're not a criminal. Here's your green cards. And we so, did it the right way, man. So that whole time, though, are you allowed to be here or do you have to do all that over in Mexico? No, no, no. Well, now you, if you do, you have to go back because you came here illegally, you broke the law. This is before all that. So huh. we, we were still here, but if, if you got caught doing something you weren't supposed to, they'd boot you right out. And your application trashed and... You know, hey. it was it was hard, man. I think I came here in I was born in eighty four. I think I came here like at four years old, and like those are experiences you don't forget. Like it was it was my mom and I who came here. My dad was already here. I didn't meet my dad till I came here, which was a trip. Wait, so your dad were your parents still together then or no? Yeah, they're not together anymore. But yeah, they were together at the time. Um, so I remember. I did. I remember this fucking like it's fucking uh, yesterday. Uh, we crossed the five freeway. It was maybe five in the morning. The sun was barely coming up and it was a foggy. And mom's like, all right, you're going to run across the street. Run as fast as you can. It's like, there's going to be a guy that's going to grab you. That's I'm like, wild. who's going to grab me? She's like, your dad. I'm like, my dad. I, like, I got a dad. And so, yeah, she let me go. And I remember just closing my eyes and running as fast as I could. I couldn't see anything anyway. It's all foggy. And I just... Somebody picks me up. It's my dad. So you cross just the border in San Diego, or oh, man, that's a whole that's a whole fucking story to that. Oh, uh, I crossed uh, originally. We crossed through Texas. Oh, okay. And okay. you have to swim across the river. Yeah. So uh, my mom was holding my hand, and the river had actually taken me. And so the just some random guy jumped in and saved me. I I, I was drowning. Pulled me out. We uh, walked on the Texas side. We got, a, we got. I don't know how we ended up in TJ. And I remember um, passing under uh, an overhead and then uh, quads came rolling and it was immigration. And so they put us in the back of the truck. 
We ended up going to jail. I remember telling my mom, like, hey, I need to use the restroom. Like, I gotta, I gotta go pee. I gotta go pee. And my mom's trying to tell the uh the guard, like, hey, my son needs to use the restroom. There was no restroom inside. He's like, sorry, we can't let you leave the cell. And my mom's like, dude, like he's a kid. And sorry, my mom's like, go in your pants. Sure. I went through my pants. My mom oh. ended up taking out her sweater and wrapped it around me. We spent the night in jail. That's the next day we tried it again through TJ this time. Because they threw us back on the TJ side. And that's how we made it. The second time we made it again. That's crazy. That's, that shit I'll never forget. And I, I think that's why my mom and I <clears throat> share that special bond. Yeah. Every year she'll message me like, hey, this anniversary. Do you remember? I'm a it's fucking yesterday. Oh, yes, yeah, man. Crazy. I came here illegally. First stop was uh, Watts. Dude, so when uh, like to see the visuals for everything, <laughs> just in case something messes up, dude. Yeah. So I'd um, like to try. Dude, that's wild, though, man. Thanks. So, do you ever like look at your kids like you don't know how good you have it? Kinda, you know, but I don't. I don't um, think of it that way. I don't want to think about it that way. I, I feel like because everybody has their own different struggles, you know. Facts. I was fortunate enough to. Uh, have gotten the opportunity to do the do the right thing here. Like, there's so many people that that uh, waste time. I think that's what kind of motivated me a lot throughout my life to not waste time. Because, like, dude, I got blessed with being able to come here. Not even come here. I was <laughs> blessed to get away with getting here, and then I did everything the right way. Well, my parents did, you know. And um, why would I want to throw an opportunity like that away? I could have easily stayed in Mexico and probably been dead by now. Yeah. No, cartels. Yeah, it's good. In the drug business, <laughs> honing you, Frankie. <laughs> Maybe, dude. I would have been with an XL Chapo, dude. You know what I mean? You know what I, <laughs> I would have been in jail right now. I feel like, dude. I honestly feel like my parents feel like I totally just fucked my life away because they're like, "Damn, you had it so easy," you know? Nah, nah. Everybody has their own path, man. Yeah. That's that's, and that, that's one of the things that I like to talk to people like when they come to the gym. Like I could tell who's searching for something or who's running from something. Yeah, you know. And I always ask. Like when you when you show interest, oh, I want to sign up. I look at them, and I'll be like, so why why this? Oh, I just want to, you know, it's I don't want to do something. But for what though? Like there has to be a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to get healthy or I want to be better. Very rarely do I get the people that I want to fight. Yeah, those people they don't last. A lot the of people, people say that though. It's a pe- yeah, they do, <laughs> and they don't last. And you see them. Mm-hmm. There's people like you, like oh, I want to. When you first came, you're like oh, I want to do something with my sisters. I want to spend quality time with my sisters. I'm like mm-hmm. all right. So this 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 guy here wants to really bond with his siblings, and you did, mm-hmm. you know, for the longest time. It was all three of you would always roll together, and you guys would hold paths for each other and come in early and stay after. Yeah, it was cool, and I knew I'm all right. This guy's gonna stick around for a while. Yeah. You have been, you know. That's a, that's the thing though. Everybody has a different purpose to doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, originally I signed. Well, I had two reasons. One, uh, my baby sister, dude, she just like. Had a hard time making friends, bro. Kaylee, you know, she's yeah. kind of like, she's super smart. And I feel she's like it becomes, a, smart. it's like a crutch for her in social interactions. I feel like, you know, another thing, she was super like un out of shape. She just never did sports, you know? And I was like, dude, we got to eat. I was like, I don't care what you do. I was like baseball or something, but you just need to do something physical, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just was like, fuck it. Let's go do Muay Thai or something. I think I told her karate at first because I felt like she might like that more. And then she, she didn't really care. And then I was like, fuck, let's do Muay Thai then. The other reason, too, though, was honestly, I just tr- was trying to get clean, dude, because yeah. like, my shit was all fucked up at that time, you know? I was like, I need to figure something my, new, new my first My first interaction with you was like, look at this guy. He's a guy that does a bunch of spinning shit. 
Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, you've done something before. You're like, oh, what'd you do? A, a taekwondo or what is it? Yeah, taekwondo. You did, I could tell. Yeah. Now, you did taekwondo, right? You're like, yeah, how do you tell? I'm like, man, all the spinning <laughs> shit, the way you're coming in straight. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, man, Kelly's fucking really smart. And something like that, it kind of not forces you, but it kind of leads you, it opens that door for, to communication because in our system, you have to be with three people. Two yeah. or three. Yeah, it's facts. Uh, right? Yeah. So you have to interact with somebody. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of parents bring their kids like, oh, they're too shy. Or they're too... And then I'm like, don't you? We got it. Yeah. You know, another reason why I don't have kids' classes, all my classes are mixed. Kids are going to be kids in a kids' class. They'll mess around. They'll, you know, they'll just ignore other kids. It's hangout time. Yeah, it is. It's hangout time. I had it for a while and then we canceled. We canned that quick. Dude, that but shit was crazy. I'd go up there sometimes like, this is wild, bro. Around, <laughs> fucking playing tag. But yeah. yeah, like now it's, once they're in an adult class, they're like, they're little adults and they yeah. like it. They learn faster and they open up. Yeah, they find the, the adult that they like, like I guess, and they just try <clears> to like have pads with them. I yeah. feel like, and I feel like it motivates them to kind of like pay attention more, you know? Yeah. So they're just talking with their friends, dude. Um, you know, it's funny though, that since you brought up the kids, dude, uh, I don't know if Macy told you this, but did she tell you how, um, I don't want to say the other girl, the other girl's names. Um, she was stood up for one of the other little girls at the gym to, from this other girl. Oh, she didn't tell me that. So, you know, Oscar's daughter. Yeah. So, uh, someone was making fun of Oscar's daughter and I, oh. and I guess Macy stood up for her. Yeah, man. You know, that's the thing about little Macy, man. Job, there's there's man. certain things she tells me when she needs to tell me. A lot of stuff that she doesn't tell me. Like, um, so she, she has that hero complex. I don't know where she gets it from. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because of the fact that she's grown up around the gym. Like this kid, I think it was against doctor's orders. I wasn't supposed to take her out of the house. Dude, day two, she was already sleeping on the mat. Yeah. You know, so she's been around germs and all that gym life. So she, like, and I don't know if she has that hero complex because of that. Mm-hmm. But she tells me, you know, like. When uh, Eva was like, hey, you should ask her what happened today at school. And she doesn't want to tell me. What happened, Macy? Well, dad, um, they were making fun of my friend today and I had to step in. I'm like, dude, but you can't just fight to fight. No, dad, well, it's because they were pushing her. And then here, and I'm, I'm trying to get it out of her. I'm like, All right, what happened? Well, okay, this kid is, is autistic. And so they were making fun of him that he was like stupid and this and that. And so just went in there and, you know. I don't, I don't handle my business. And I'm like, I can't tell that it's not a wrong thing or right thing to do because I actually used to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a slippery slope, man. Like, I'm trying to teach her to, yes, do the right thing, but I don't want her to get in trouble for it or actually get hurt. Yeah. Sometimes I think she thinks she's really advanced and she knows what she's doing. You know, she's got a lot to learn. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time that she got stabbed in school? I think so from some kid, right? Yeah. So there was, like, there, was this, uh, right? there was this kid that I always would always pick on her. And she would tell me like, dad, this guy keeps picking on me. I'm like, dude, just ignore him. Tell the teacher, mm-hmm. you know? And then I guess um, I get a call from my wife. She's like, we got to go to the school. And I'm like, wait, why? And she's like, you know what? Never mind. I'll handle it. But she ended up going. And apparently what happened was this kid was, was picking on her so bad that she's like, you know what? Just leave me alone. And she turned around and this kid grabbed his pencil and stabbed her in the yeah. back. I remember so what did she do? She turns around and just boop, pops hey, this kid around the nose. Sick with it. And what did the teacher see? My daughter just putting this kid down and she called, called into the principal office and they're like, hey, we're going to suspend your kid. She hurt somebody and we had to step in. And you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This is what happened. Like this kid stabbed my daughter with a pencil. Look. 
Yeah. So that kid ended up getting suspended and stuff. But well, how was that kid's parents? Did you think that uh, really type? Do you think that encouraged shit like that? <clears throat> no, I think the story behind it was the parents were uh, going through something themselves. Oh, like a divorce and, or something. Yeah, yeah oh, I think the kid rough. was just acting out. That's, that's kind of what happens too, man. Yeah. You know, you you the children tend to uh, uh, react or act out what they see at home mm-hmm. and for attention. That's all they want, the attention. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. That kid, I think he he doesn't go there anymore. Schools or whatever, or cities, I don't know. Yeah, that's sad though. Yeah. The fucked up story, Frankie. <laughs> I know, man. But there's, there's no winners in the. I, there's no I was on team racing, and then you told me that part. And I was no, like, but oh, she, you know? she, she she means well, man. Like what yeah, you I told me, she like she she uh she has that that hero complex, man. And <laughs> same thing, somebody was picking on her friend, and she 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 feels like she needs to go there, you know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool, you know, you you mean well, but. That doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah, just say something. Be verbal about it, dude. She's fucking go smart. Get her, go get her type chick. You know what I mean? She's she's smart, man. Yeah, uh, Eva and I always uh, make not make fun of her. Just joke around. So like, dude, it's it's a random facts, Macy. Yeah, like she'll be like, "Hey, Dad, did you know that so and so has a patent for the elevator?" <laughs> and I'm like, I think his last name is Otis. It's a uh, um, it was during uh, African American History Month. She learned that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right. We were in the elevator. And she's like, yeah, look. And I look at it. I'm like, oh, shit. She's oh, fucking right. I, she I has random little facts, man. She's really fucking smart. I she, feel like when she gets older, she's going to have like more confidence than Lexi. I, th- um, I think she already had, kind of does already have a little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe over too confident. You think? That's, that's kind of a, uh, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, right? I think it's better, right? Yeah, it's, it's better. Lexi does have confidence, but she's more reserved with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you see her when she comes to the gym. She's pretty reserved. Mm-hmm. She's a lot more like keeps to herself. Like she Macy keeps, will come yeah. say hi to everyone and see what you're doing, you know? Yeah. She keeps to herself. And um, which the thing is, she wants to try new things. Like she's never been about the gym. She tried it mm-hmm. and it's it, it wasn't her thing. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'd never push it on my kids to do martial arts. It's there if you want it. You're, you're raised around it. You go to fights and you want to partake in it. You're more than welcome, right? Um. Lexi did it for a while. I have videos of her when she was like four years old, running on the mat and hitting the ads and all that stuff. And um, she did gymnastics. She did dance. And then this year, she's like, I want to do a sport. All right, what sport do you want? I want to do soccer. So I signed her up for like this soccer program that was going to get her into like her, her, her team at, at her school. And it was like, Four hundred dollars and oh, yeah, it was all so, summer. So, I wanted her to do something all summer, for so she months, did it. And you know, at the end, wild. at the end, she didn't get, she didn't make the team. No, I was oh, so first, pissed. Oh, I remember, I remember she was all bummed out, but I was like, "It's your first time." Yeah, yeah she was all bummed out, right? You know, just... And so I'm like, "Look, you made friends, you got something out of it. You like soccer?" She's like, "Yeah, I do." So we signed her for AYSO, and um, the first three games they killed it. They won the first three games, and after that, they lost every single game. It happens like that sometimes. So, maybe, but she, that's something that I've never seen her be show interest in it. Right, uh-huh. her first game, she was kind of shy, and I'm like, "Dude, you know, these girls uh, are little, they're older than you. I'm like, they're pushing you around." I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, they t- said we can't push." I'm like, "Yeah, you can't push your hand, but you can push your body." He's like, "All right." So she went out there and started being a little rougher, and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Dang! So she's still doing the soccer now. Her last soccer game was Saturday, which I didn't get to go because oh, I wasn't here. Yeah, but yeah, they they lost. They're, they're out of the tournament. Uh hey, that's cool. I feel like soccer, honestly, is probably a better way to go because it's more of a future than like Muay Thai. You know, I never did any sports growing up. 
Yeah. And and, and I, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm not a sports fanatic at all. Like you, you could, you guys could talk about soccer, baseball, whatever it is. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. follow it. Yeah, same, dude. I only did martial arts, dude. Just taekwondo and this. Even martial arts. I didn't. Just, I didn't you know, grow up doing anything. Yeah. It was just by myself. What got you into Muay Thai? What caught me in, into Muay Thai was uh, just the interest of it. I didn't even know what it was. You know, I, I was going to school in uh, Ranch Kukamanga at the time, and I ended up visiting uh, the gym, and the coach was like, hey, come try it out. I'm like, eh, I'm cool. I went. He gave me a business card. I went, and I used to still live in Costa Mesa, so I had to take the 15 to the 91, and I'm sitting in class, and I'm like, all right, I get out of school at like 6.55. I'm looking at the card and class starts at seven. I'm like, I could either sit in traffic for about an hour and a half. I could go kill some time and see what it's about. I went, threw up like 30 minutes into it. You threw up from being nervous? Or? Oh, I threw up from fucking working out. Oh, I've never trade. done anything oh. like that ever in my life. Got you. You know? And, and uh, he's like, so what do you think? And I'm like, dude, I fucking love it. Yeah. Sign me up. That was it. Uh, so how old were you when you first started? I started late, man. I started, I think I was... Good. About to turn 19. I was 18. Okay. I was That's 18 still not when that I old, but... Yeah. To me, it is. Yeah, like, I... in the fighting world, mm-hmm. to start at 18, yeah, yeah. you're a little old. I started in Muay Thai. I was, like, what, 25 yeah, or something? Yeah, you started in Muay Thai at 25, but you did martial arts. Yeah, yeah. Like, I did nothing. Not boxing, not no soccer, no nothing, 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 nothing. And it never interested me. Yeah. Why this? I have no idea. Were you nervous when you first started? Like, oh, what's it going to be like? I don't think I was nervous. I was more like, what am I getting myself into? Like, I was already trying to talk myself out of it. Not because I was nervous. I was more like, dude, you got better things to do. Than You're a smart guy, you know, protect that brain. <laughs> and that I think uh, my my own, uh, my thing that I have is I get obsessive over stuff. Yeah. Everything that I've always done is I obsess over it. Mm-hmm. Whether it be work, uh, you know, my family, uh, the gym, like it has to be obsessive. I always have this funny joke of uh, the reason I don't drink or drugs is because I, I can become an alcoholic or a drug addict. Maybe you got I, that gene, you know? Maybe, but I used to drink. I used to drink a lot. Yeah. That was kind of my, my separation between Muay Thai when I took a break. Mm-hmm. Hence why I don't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. So did you have like a drinking problem? <laughs> yeah. Is I that think, bad? No. Ooh. Yeah. To me, it was bad enough to where um, I think it was bad. That's all I would kind of care about. But I, at the same time, I was going through something. So I was fucking really depressed at the time. And mm-hmm. what do people do when they're depressed? They look for, for, uh, for something to cope with it, right? Yeah. Mine just happened to be alcohol. You know, I was already working. I stopped training. I uh, isolated myself. You know, I, I, I didn't have any friends. It was just me and my dog. Mm-hmm. And um, I was living in Newport Beach at the time. And right across the street, uh, you know where Newport Harbor is? Newport yeah. High School? I live right there. Uh, in those apartment complex and then right across the street is La Cave mm-hmm. and um, like at the time there was Pier Street Annex and all those bars right there on 17th and I would just after work I would go there and I would fucking get hammered and walk back and just pass the fuck out Bachelor life yeah <laughs> but it was it was bad man I would go to work hungover I'd tell the guys like hey fucking throw me in a car and just put me up, up on the lift and you know just don't let me forget that I'm up there and yeah. I'll let you know when I Ooh, like, come down. Yeah, it was bad, I never thought about you in that way, Frankie. It's no, interesting. it was it was bad, dude. It was it was bad because like at the time, like I legitimately felt I was alone in the world. Like it was it was fucking bad, and yeah. and 
I, I felt sorry for myself and like, I stopped doing everything that I, that I liked, you know, uh, I stopped talking to my family and it was, it was around a time where I kind of felt really betrayed and, um, what got me out of it was you believe in signs, science or signs, signs and signs, mm. like, like something is put in front of you to do, to, to tell you to fucking wake the fuck up. Sometimes, sometimes I believe in signs. I, I, I don't know. I think it's a lot of this perspective, you know, how you choose to perceive things in front of you, you know? I, yeah, you're right. Because you were vulnerable at the time. So you either take that as a sign or whatever, yeah. you know? I remember that fucking night, dude. I remember going to Lakov and uh, at this time I was just obsessed with fucking Jack Daniels. That's all I would have. Jack on ice. I remember walking back. I remember crossing the street. Stumbling into my apartment. Luckily, I live on the bottom floor. And I had this thing where um, when I would get wasted and for me to sober up, I would take a shower. Mm-hmm. Well, I ended up uh, getting in the shower with my clothes on. I turned the fucking shower on. And the way I had passed out, my, uh, my heel was covering the drain. And it, was, it wasn't a tub. It was like a kind of lifted shower. You know, it had a barrier so the water wouldn't spill over. Yeah. And the water got high enough to where... I started swallowing water, but I was like throwing up at the same time. So I was oh. choking. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I didn't like waterboarding yourself. <laughs> like, straight up, man. And what saved me was my fucking dog, dude. He started biting my leg. Mm. And I'm like, I'm feeling this fucking sensation in my leg. And I remember opening up my eyes and I'm like, oh shit. And I start coughing up uh, the water and my dog's like grabbing onto my leg. Like there's blood coming out. Like, oh shit. And I, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a towel, whatever I can find to fucking cover myself. And somehow, I don't remember signing up for this fucking magazine. It was called uh, Moy Times. And um, it was, uh, it was on, the, on, the, on the floor. And I took the towel and I remember drying myself off and I'm looking at it. And on the cover was uh, uh, Kevin Ross. Mm-hmm. And he had, uh, he, was, he had the American flag over himself. And I'm like, oh, shit. I opened it and I'm reading. And his story was he was also an alcoholic, you know. And what made him stop was uh, his friend passing away. And uh, I was like, at that moment, it was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm throwing my fucking life away. Like, I need to do something that's going to benefit me or something that makes me, makes me happy. Like, I literally almost fucking could have, nobody would have known about me because I'm not talking to anybody. I could have been here for a fucking week or two weeks. Your dog. And yeah, because my fucking dog, gonna, man. And I thought, they, everything is kind of a line. Like, that's why I said you believe in science and... I was vulnerable at the time, so I took it that way. Yeah. And um, maybe a week later, I quit my job. And with no financial, nothing, dude, I had fucking nothing. Quit my job. I went back to the gym. I started training. And at the time, my coach was a really good friend of mine, Jason Temple. He was like an organ now or something. He's like, hey, uh, that, that man actually lived at the gym upstairs he went to the upstairs unit and he had just gotten custody of his three girls and he's like hey man i don't have time to teach anymore do you mind covering some classes till they find a new coach i'm like yes i think i covered one class and then another and then the owner of the gym was like hey dude i can't find anybody like do you want to teach and i'm like nope dude i'm here to fight man i just want to train and i want to fight and i want to live my life he's like dude just please just hook me up for like uh, a couple days i'm like, all right whatever cover a couple more classes and then i had like two people interested in like hey man like i want to fight too and i'm like fuck all right well you do what i do it's kind of how it started 
Yeah, that's you how know, you got your coaching. That's was, how I got I got pushed into coaching, which well, I never wanted that's to. That's actually something I wanted to ask you is what got you into coaching, yo. Yeah, that's that's what it was, man. I got I got kind of forced into it because to be a fighter, dude, you have to be selfish. Yeah. It's all you. It definitely is. It's gotta be my time because I gotta work out. You know, I have to eat right. I have to put in my mouth for my cardio. I gotta do what my pad work. It's me, 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 me. You have no time for anybody else. It's, and that's why I never really dated anybody. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was me. And that's kind of like a self-rewarding thing. Like you're doing it for you, nobody else, mm-hmm. right? And um, so it came. I was still coaching slash fighting, but one had to go. Yeah, you know, I, one had to go, and and I had already. Um, I think when I started Spider Muay Thai, it was I had Ria, I had Kevin, and I had Andre. I had three fighters that really needed my attention. At the same time, I'm still trying to fight. There was, I had some success still trying to juggling both. But when, when um, Kevin and Andre were like, hey, I want to really take it serious. I'm like, all right, let me stop fighting for a bit. Let me focus on them. So was this at that gym in that picture on the yeah, wall? Yeah, that was, oh, before. That, same yeah that was before. That was before that, man. And, um, you know, it... it Towards the end, when I tried fighting again, it wasn't going my way. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to make that decision. Like, I think my last fight, which would have been like, it would have been like a, a, a dream fight, dude. My last fight was in 2012, right before Macy was born. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was, I think she was already pregnant. And uh, I had boxing works on my corner, right? Like, if you, if you were to build a dream team, this is the dream team. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm walking out. I got Brian Povichon in my corner. I got Mark Beecher in my corner who wrapped my hands. I got Joe Schilling right there backing me up. I got Kevin Ross right there backing me up. Hey. So I'm like, all right, here we go, dude. Yeah. You know, I, I lost the fight, um, but that's not why I did it. You know, it I, something happened to where I ended up uh, dropping this dude in the clinch. I swept him, but he took me down with him. And so when he took me down with him, he had uh, one of his arms still on my neck. And so all my weight. Landed on his on his forearm. Oh, he broke your collarbone. I or broke something? my collarbone, oh, that's and I didn't even I didn't even notice it till after the fight. Like yeah. whatever, it was done. Uh, Eva and I and her family went to go uh, have dinner, and I went. I'm like, oh, let me see the let me see the menu. And I went to go reach it. I'm like, shit. Uh, I'm like, what the, pain, the fuck? Adrenaline was, gone. <laughs> I couldn't sleep that night. I ended up going to the ER, and like, yeah, you broke it. Here's a sling. That's yeah. it. You can't. There's nothing you can do about it. Thick. But yeah. <laughs> two days later, I'm out, out there. We got fights coming up. I'm holding. That's how I learned how to hold hold pads with one with one hand. And so you think? Uh, you, you, do you think that was a sign? That was a sign for sure because it kind of told me. It reminded me, like, all right, man. I'm like, you're about to have a you're about to have a kid. How are you going to provide for your kid with one arm? Second kid, technically. Yeah, second kid. Yes, got one, right? second kid. Yeah. How are you going to provide with 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 one arm? And I'm like, shit. All right, let me step back a little. Now, at that time, I still wasn't working. I was just doing uh, side jobs for a uh, Lamborghini shop at the time. And I was still trying to focus on my dream, which was at that point, I already had my dream. I want to open up my own gym. And, um, you know, it's, it's every, like I said, man, do you believe in science? Yeah. Well, you know, there, I just think that when it comes to science, <clears throat> you're, you already know the decision you have to make, you know? And so you're just like inadvertently just looking for that direction to be outward, I guess. I don't know a better way to that's, word it. No, know? that's very true. It's like subconsciously, you know, a decision needs to be made, you know? Yeah, you, you do. I de- that's definitely how I felt, but I, I take a mess. 
And I wake up every morning and I, I look at my phone at six in the morning and I'm like, I'm going to take this as a sign to go smoke a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a choice, man. That's not a fucking I'm sign. I'm at work and I'm hungry, I'm about to eat, and I'm like, I'm going to take this as a sign to go smoke a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's wild, dude. Yeah, there's been a lot of those kind of moments in my life. And I think so far I've done every, everything, every choice that I've made, like 80% of the choice that I've made, I've been for the better. Mm-hmm. I might not see them there at that moment, but in the long run, it's like, oh shit, if I wouldn't have done that, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That's, you know, and it's all been positive instead of saying like, shit, I shouldn't have done that because look where I'm at. You didn't realize it after, you know? Yeah. And I still realize it every day, man. It's like, um, the, my, my whole thing was like, when, look, whenever I had our first date, she's like, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I haven't fucking dated in a long time, but. When, okay, when you go when you go on a date, what do you ask your date? Like, how do you conversate with them? Like the first time I meet them, or like, yeah, do you uh, ask goals and stuff like that? What do I ask? Yeah, I try to say, well, more hobbies. I don't really care about goals. More like what why, they're why, into. Why don't you care about goals? I feel like goals change, you know. And I feel like when I when I find out what people are interested in, it's like that gives me a, a clear idea of their personality and the uh-huh. way they kind of like uh, navigate the world around them. You know, like if someone's into art, they like drawing. That already gives me an idea of who they are. I think when it comes to goals and like money and stuff like that, it's like there's a lot of people that just do things for money because it's the best way to make money. So mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't interest me, you know. Oh, I agree. I so. agree. So our first date, she showed up as a fucking opener. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Oh yeah, that's how I women was are. ready. Because <laughs> I'm a dude, we don't think that way. I know? was ready. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna own my own gym. What do you mean you're gonna own your own gym? Like, yeah, I'm gonna own my own gym. I didn't say I'm gonna be rich. I didn't say I'm gonna be travel. Like, oh, I'm gonna own my own gym. Like, why? She's like, because that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I believe you. I was like, oh shit. The first person that fucking doesn't talk down on me is like, you're fucking crazy. Get a job. Yeah, I didn't have a fucking job. Yeah, you know, and so. Fast forward two years later, I'm sitting on my couch. She's right next to me to my left. And I get my phone. My phone's ringing. I'm like, what the fuck? And I answer it. And I'm like, hey, this is so-and-so from uh, where I work now, uh, from Penske. And uh, we want to offer you a job. I'm like, fuck, how'd you get my number? She's like, oh, you know, so-and-so gave it to us. And they said, you're really good at what you do. I'm like, man, I haven't, I haven't done that in like four years. Hey, that's a big out. Yeah, I've been out for a while. Well, that's the last time when I quit my job, dude. Yeah. I decided to really focus on Muay Thai and traveling mm-hmm. the world and, you Get know, it, and living, living, my, living my life. But nah, I'm cool, man. No, no, no. Come on. Like, you know, just come down and have this interview with us. Want to pitch you something. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. And I'm, and I'm, I'm saying that. And I'm, you know, being all like, ah, it's my fucking life. Do it. And I look over. And I see Eva, like, straight up. She's about to be uh, due week and a half. And I'm like, the fuck am I doing, man? Yeah. I'm like, she's a- she actually was working still. But oh, she was I the one it? She was the one providing. Damn. At that moment, I was like, Savage. you're such a fucking dick. That's true, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true, though. Right? And I'm like, just like what you said. You get faced with the decision. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll be there tomorrow. And uh, I told Eva, I'm like, hey, I'm going to interview tomorrow. She's like, oh, cool. Where? I'm like, ah, some, some place in, uh, in Cerritos, for Land Rover. She's like, oh, yeah. Are you interested? I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to see what they say. I went the next day, and um, I sat down. They're like, we want you. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't. I was still playing hard to get. She's like, shoot us a number. I'm like, are you serious? And I said something. At that time, it was a lot. I said I'm telling something uh, stupid. It was uh, 32. 
dollars an hour. Okay. I was like, fuck. <laughs> You're like, yeah, all Shook right. Hands, so really sign, <laughs> sign a fucking contract. And on, on the way back, I call, I call Eva. I'm like, uh, I guess I got a job. She and she's like, sad, oh, like, yeah. No, she was excited, man. Well, she, you I know? don't know if she wanted you she's to live about to have, dream, you know? She's about to have my, my, my second child. Yeah. And I was like, still kind of like down on it. And then I'm like, you know what, man? I got to step it up. I got to put my neediness right now. Like, not my, not my dream. You know, put my ego to the side a little bit. Put it to the side a bit. And that's the thing, dude. When I obsess over something, I obsess over something. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be the best... Um, technician for Land Rover for this company I could be and I told them I'm like look my, my daughter's about to be born in a couple of days I might need to take a couple of days off and they're like yeah yeah perfect and I got home and I'm like all right I start uh on on Monday but I know Macy's gonna be born like soon she's like don't trip let's call a doctor right now schedule her I'm like what yeah we'll schedule her on Saturday uh so you don't have to take time off and you go to work on Monday I'm like, wait, Monday's a holiday. And I was like, cool, I get three days off. So, yeah, we scheduled her. She was born on a Saturday. I was there with her Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I was already back to work. And they're like, hey, are you not going to take work off to be with your kid? I'm like, nah, man, I got goals. Like, I'm going to be the best there is. And I went in there. I cleaned house. I think I might have, I for the week straight, I was a, a top producer there. Uh, a month later, they gave me a raise, you know, and then my car broke down car broke down and um i was like shit and i lived in costa mesa and i had to go all the way to cerritos I'm like, how the fuck am i gonna do this i figured out the bus uh route and i would wake up at two in the morning to take a 3 a.m bus i walked it from i maybe walked a mile down to pch i took that bus all the way to cal state long beach from cal state long beach i took a bus up to uh to the cerritos mall and then i walked maybe a couple blocks and then i was at work every day at six in the morning till i hadn't till i made enough money to fix my car that's wild. A month later, I get a promotion and then so forth and so forth. So I have enough money. I think I raised like $20,000. $20, and I was like, yeah, all right, we're going to buy a house. And I'm like, all right, now's my time. Yeah. My time. So I hit her up. I'm like, hey, um, do you believe in me? She's like, of course I do. I'm like, all right. And it was a little unfair of me to ask her this. I'm like, all right, I'm going to ask you a question. I got $20,000. At the time, that was a lot of money, right? Twenty thousand dollars. Um, we could use it to put a uh, down payment on a on a condo or a townhome, or I could use it to start my gym. Oh, uh, she was down for the gym. Down for what the a gym, fucking dude. writer, dude! Because she, she believed in me. Yeah, you know. And I was like, "Fuck! If it wasn't for her, none of this shit would have happened." Anyways, so she was my motivation. So you still didn't have a car, or you had already fixed your? I already, car? Had, I already had fixed my car. Okay, I already okay. had fixed my car. I, you know, I, getting a Spider Muay Thai. Yeah, man, and I used those twenty grand to build what we got now. Dude, that's how important it is to pick a good life partner, dude, because she like she could have been like, no, nah, we got to think of the family. We got to get the house, which there's nothing wrong with that, dude. But it's like, man, your life would have been so different. I think at that point of our of our life, she already had built so much trust in me that she knew that I I could do whatever I, I put my mind to. Yeah. So if we rewind a little bit before I had the job, um, she when I met her, she was driving like this fucking Dodge Caliber. And I was like, oh, it's a cool little car. And I had a piece of shit fucking Celica paid for. Everything. And I was like, all right, we're going to move in together. I'm like, hey, how much How much do you pay a month for your car? Oh, I pay like 400 bucks. Oh, what's your interest rate? Oh, like 22%. I'm like, what the fuck, 22%? That's pretty crazy. She's like, that's all I could afford. She had a bad credit, you know, from credit cards, a younger age and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, yeah, you're not going to keep that car. 
mean? I'm like, you're going to stop paying it. She's my credit's card, my credit's going to go to shit. I'm like, yeah, seven years, it'll be okay. Like, are you sure? Positive. Stop fucking paying it. She's like, what am I going to drive? I'm like, don't fucking worry about it. So the way me and her moved out was I didn't have a job. She didn't make enough to show proof of income. Not to be proud that I did this, but I always found a way to, to do what I needed to do, needed to hustle. Nah, not that kind of way. Um, so what I did was I had some old uh, paycheck stubs from my previous job, and I, I scanned them, turned them into a PDF, changed the dates, changed the name, and I, that was my proof of income. I got an apartment. I went to Mercedes. And same shit. They're like, hey, we need a credit score. I'm like, you know what, dude? I actually just got my credit score ran because I just got an apartment. I have it if you want it. She's like, okay, bring it. And I'm like, how, here, how about this? How about I fax it to you because I'm really busy? So what did I do? Again, fucking PDF the bogus credit score. PDF the bogus paycheck, paycheck stub. And I had my friend uh, verify for me because they were going to call. And he verified. Like, oh, yeah, he works here. Yeah, that's how much he makes. And I was like, dude, at back in the day, it was so easy to falsify shit. Yeah. I faxed it to him back when faxes were cool. And they're like, cool, man. Yeah, just come down and pick up your car. We went, we went down a Foothill Ranch to a Mercedes dealership, got a brand new Porsche. And I had her rolling in a Porsche, man. Sick. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, dude. I've always, I always find a way. And that's what I tell. Until this day, I tell, I tell Ev, I'm like, dude, don't fucking worry about anything. So, wait, so you got rid of the Dodge Caliper? Yeah, they Porsche? told it. I remember that day, dude. <laughs> dude we we woke flip. up to like fucking, uh, they, uh, yeah, they, they, they repossessed it. Yeah. And that shit's, that's been gone off a record for so long already. I yeah. told her, I'm like, don't trip, man. That's Which pretty cool, good. man. All right, all right, dude. I got some. I keep looking at my phone because I got some questions oh, lined up, dude. So, um, let me, you actually ran through some of these that I was gonna ask without even asking. It's you like, could ask them again, man. I got a lot of answers for it. Um, all right, all right, all right. Well, here's a question that I think all of us at the gym have been wondering. I remember not too long ago you were considering signing up for another fight. Ah, uh, that's still in the back of my mind. So look, um, nobody knew about this, but I was actually already scheduled for a fight. Pre-COVID, before the shutdown, me, Juan, and Nick were actually uh, going to Thailand. Oh, We already had, everything was booked. We were going to head out in June. And uh, yeah, fucking COVID ruined it. Hey. I, was, I was already training for it. So you're going to fight in Thailand? Or you're gonna I was. F- oh, so you had a fight set up over yeah, there? I was. I was already hey. going to, this before uh, Santanoi passed away. I was going to go train at his camp and we were going to run it. Yeah, I was going to have one more fight and that was going to be my check off my list dude because it's it's been my dream to fight there and you know do that but you know my own fears kind of kept me from yeah i hate flying yeah plus you had kids pretty early on yeah and the thing is like again it goes back to my partner man she she's like you do it you gotta do it if you don't do it i'm gonna be so upset at you and i was like oh shit she's fucking she's down for this shit she's backing me up yeah she's a rider dude she is man i give her that dude for sure um so do you ever think you're gonna I want Try to. Again? I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make my my way down in Thailand. And uh, you know who actually the people that convinced me? My family. All yeah. my kids want to see me fight. Yeah, yeah, Lexi. they're young. Lexi's too. like, dude, I want to see you fight. Makes like, dad, can you please fight? And then Eva's like, gotta do it now. You know, I I, I think I will before I turn, dude. Before I turn forty, I turn mm-hmm. forty in two years. All right, all right. You got two more years. I got two more years. You got I you, just, dude. We'll get you in shape, coach. <laughs> I try. What's the weight you think you would uh you'd sign up for? Dude, what do you what weight class do you think I used to fight at? 112? 
No, what the fuck? 119, Because I told you, man. You remember, you have a good memory. Uh, yeah, so I didn't so, remember it was somewhere back there. <laughs> so the lowest I fought was 119. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went between 120 and 125. This one time, I actually fought at 135 uh, just because the guy that I was going to fight never showed up to weigh-ins. And I weighed in at one. Luckily, they had told me um, like hours before, so I didn't have to cut the rest. I was 127. I weighed in, weighed in 127. And there was another guy that his opponent pulled out and he weighed in at 135. And then they're like, hey, do you want to take the fight? And I'm like, fuck, man, I didn't fucking come all the way to Arizona not to fight. You know, this is before I, I had any um, in kids and any of that stuff. I'm like, let's run it. That decision. What happened? Like you got hurt? No, I didn't get hurt. You can, do you feel a difference, man? Weight classes? Yeah. Yeah, that dude... Easily walks around maybe 45. Yeah. I think the heaviest I got was like 32 after I ate and drank water. I was like, oh. I lost that fight. Do you remember the first fight I had with you when um, I wanted to do 150? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, crazy. I think I can do 150. No, I'm like, no way, man. That's, that's another thing, man. People think that they can be like, oh, yeah, I'm 55. Uh, and then I'm like, nah, fool. I'm like, look how, look how tall you are. I'm like, there's no way these people are going to tower over you. Yeah, I didn't realize that, dude. Like, look, look at, look at Danny and look at Drew. Oh, Same yeah. weight class, man. A great example. Same weight class. I'm gonna put a picture of them here, dude. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's so, crazy. So for those of you listening, uh, Drew, he's like six two or something, yeah. I think. Um, and then Danny's like five 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 five. Yeah, same weight class. They find the same weight class. It's pretty ridiculous. It's that shouldn't happen. Yeah, poor Danny, bro. He's been uh pretty bummed about that. You know, uh, man, it's, it all it all comes down to to choices. You know. Yeah. Uh, I always tell him, like, dude, like, take your health serious. Yeah. You know, you're young. Like, don't get don't get to the point where, like, you can't go back. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to be fighting all the time. Just like, make good make good choices in your health. You know, being already uh, uh, Mexican and Latin, like, we're, our, our, our chances of getting di- diabetes is fucking high. Yeah. And your parents like to fucking stuff you. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. mom comes over with like bags full of food, dude. You know? Yeah. Well, your mom, your mom's. Me- yeah, she's Mexican. She's, she's Mexican. from Chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah, she'll come over with like she like she'll cook me three meals or something, dude, and bring them over. I love it. That's how you bond, man. Yeah. You, you be bond through food. Yeah, you know Vietnamese are pretty similar too. They're they're pretty big on food too. So yeah. it's tight. I got both from each culture. I like it. Why are you not fat? I know, dude. Well, honestly, dude, it's probably the drugs, dude. Beans and rice, dude. You got best of both worlds. Yeah. You know what's funny is uh, Vietnamese food, they, they use beans and desserts and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why their like, sweets are a lot more healthier than like other pastries and stuff. You know what's funny about uh, Danny, though, is even though he's pretty thick, dude, his cardio is insane, dude. It is. I'm like, bro, if you shed like 20 pounds, I was like, you outwork anyone in the ring, bro. Just nonstop pressure, dude. Dude, but he was on it for a while. I think last year in December was his first fight as an amateur. And we took it super short notice. He had just, he had just won a, uh, his last PKB. And then they told me, like, hey, we're looking for an opponent for this guy. And I'm like, okay, I know the gym. I don't know the guy. I've never seen him fight. I know the gym. I know their style. I'm like, all right, Danny, we're, we're going to work on something for two weeks. That's when I made him do the whole Mike Tyson stuff. Yeah, he's been all working right. that. You're going to work that head movement, and you're going to put pressure, pressure, pressure. This dude was, like, maybe six foot. Mm-hmm. All right, and he outworked this guy. And people were on, I remember the commentators were a little biased, talking a little shit. Dude, I and, hate I hate when you hear that, dude. And then I was like, man, but look at look look at the results. Yeah. My, my boy whipped this guy. 
Dude, when Julio fought that one dude uh, in New York, I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, I know he lost and stuff, but still, during the fight, dude, I felt like the commentators were so fucking biased, dude. Oh, you couldn't hear it, huh? Because you were live? Uh-huh. Dude, go watch the video. Like, I remember fucking Julio. Remember when Julio, like, dropped him? Yeah, the first round, right yeah, off the bat. Yeah, he dropped him, and then they were like, oh, that's a good hand. And then, you know, at the end of the round, the dude came back with, like, a knee or something, and they just like, oh, look at his knees. You better watch out for the knees. I'm like, fool, this dude just got dropped, bro. Shut the fuck up, bro. So the thing about that guy, like, I, I understand, like, you have to have some sort of energy going into that, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that kind of bugged Julio is when they were doing the interview, uh, the face-off before, like, online, he wasn't taking it too serious. And to, to Julio, was like, dude, that fool's just fucking disrespecting me. Like, he's not taking it serious. And he said, like, oh, I've never I've never seen the canvas. I've never been put down. That's what he said? Yeah. You literally said he that? He literally oh, said that. So I, we can go back and watch it. And he said that. And I'm like, that's so, so good. I made a comment. I'm like, all right. I'm like, he's going to see the canvas. And sure, shit. First 30 seconds, yeah. he, he, got, he, got, he got dropped twice. Twice, yeah. And then so he walks in my corner. I'm like, what's up, dude? I thought you never saw the cab. He just looked at me and he just kind of shook his head and kept going. Yeah. Uh, second round, Julio actually rocked him really bad to where when he sat on his corner, they were waking him up. Yeah, I remember. You know? I think he just didn't no- notice it or something. Because no. I, I think because he, he got him when that dude was kind of like against <clears throat> the ropes. So I don't think he like yeah. really saw that. He like broke that fool's posture with yeah. that hit and all yeah. that, you know? Yeah. They had that they had definitely waking him up. But I think every, every fight's a learning. It's a learning experience, man. For, for Julio was the pressure. He yeah. felt really pressured. At the end of the of the whole thing, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you didn't get knocked out. You went off fucking five rounds, professional fight. Like, you put on a really good fight. Maybe you didn't figure out your weakness like, after the fact that you kept running into that knee. But with everything, man, he was hyper-focused on that knee and that knee only. And that totally threw all the game plan out of, yeah. out of the way. I think if it went more rounds, Julio probably could have taken it, dude. I think if they have a rematch, Julio would take it for sure. Yeah. That dude, like, well, I will give it to that dude from New York is he did adjust because at the beginning, I think he was throwing, like, left kicks and stuff and Hulu kept yeah. grabbing him and then he adjusted into the knees, you know? So he, he definitely had some ring IQ, dude. But I think Julio had more weapons, dude, to his disposal, you know? Yeah. That guy just had knees and then, like, clenching. That's about it. Yeah, he didn't he didn't have any hands and, you know, he adjusted well. Even his prop, kicks were kind of, like, like, slow, you know? I mean, yeah, but I tell you what, though, Julio went up a weight class. That's not Julio's weight class. Yeah? Yeah, oh, hell no, it's not. That guy Only, did look bigger. Oh, he was, dude, he, he was bigger. The time before that, I think the heaviest Julio has fun for me was at 147 and fought Wilson Ha. Which Wilson Ha is like six foot something. That was at the convention center in LA, that was, right? Yeah, the, yeah, that was at the, or not the, at the Coliseum. Yeah, the Coliseum, I remember that. Outside, That's, yeah, right? he dropped, he, same thing. He fucking dropped him and he won that fight. And from that moment on, he became like, okay, this guy's serious. After that, it's been nothing but up. For him, even even though he lost his fight, like he's still considered, yeah, you know, one of the one of the top. Um, I don't think it wasn't a bad fight, dude. He lost, but it's not like he got smoked or anything, you know. Nah, it was just, like I said, it was more mental. Yeah. He also likes to start off slow, dude. Julio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if he would have went guns blazing at the beginning, dude, I think he would have helped out a lot more, you know. Yeah. Well, the game plan was to not show him all our cards at once, because uh, every fight you see of Julio, you know he's gonna come at you. He's a pressure fighter. He's not going to back up. Yeah. So, you know, we started slow because I wanted to see what the guy had. And, yep, he had his uh, his left kicks, you know, his super traditional tie style. And said, listen properly. And he opened up and ran through it. Yeah. It's just that that after halfway through the third round, when the guy figured out, like, all right, this fucking knee. And his corner kept telling him. Yeah. 
you know, throw that knee. Yeah, there, there was some shadiness going on to you elbow. know illegal elbow, yeah. which that really put out, really put Julio out fourth round. After that, he wasn't the same. That was a fucked up elbow. I don't even know why they didn't take a point away because that looked very intentional. You know, it was extremely intentional. He, he turned him around. Like you look at that fight, you can see him turning him around and. And I had told him, I'm like, dude, look, if you look at all his fights, he does the exact same elbow every time. He does where he grabs yeah. him in the, yeah, in the and back, in the back really? of the neck. Okay. And he, he did the fight before and the fight before that. Damn. So I, I told him about it. Look out for that. Uh-huh. You know, he did it sneaking in the fourth round and Julio staggered. And even even the uh, the ref was like, holy shit. And he was hugging Julio. Yeah. And then he the ref looks at me. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to take care of him. And he picks up Julio and takes him to the corner. And I'm yelling like, what the fuck? And then. The New York State Athletic Commissioner was uh was like, hey, calm down, because I'm 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 fucking furious, right? And then I see uh his opponent was walking over to his corner. At that point, when when something has been like a foul has been committed or there's time, you gotta go to neutral corners. This guy was straight up chilling in his own corner, talking to his coach, and his yeah, coach is like, they're all laughing, and I'm like, dude, and I'm like, what the fuck? Get back to your corner. And you know, the uh commissioner guy says again, he's like Sit the fuck down. I'll take care of it. And I'm I'm frustrated, right? I don't care at this time. And then I see his coach talking to one of the officials, like the guy that's scoring the fight. And he's like, dude. And I look at the to the Bias. to the yeah to the other official. I'm like, dude. I'm like, is he supposed to be talked to him? And he's like, no, he's not supposed to be talked to him. I'm like, then what the hell is going on? They get up and tell him like they separate them. I'm like, what the fuck? I heard too that the corner was cornering him during that whole ordeal, and they told him not to, and then they start speaking in whatever their yeah. native language was. Yeah, 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 it, definitely, man. And well, that's well, I had shady, an issue with that. Right so at the end of the fight, you know, me being me, I'm not, I'm not disrespectful, man. I went, I got, I got up in the ring and I turned over to the to the main official guy, and I'm like, hey, man, I just want to apologize. Or cussing and and getting a, a you know getting it in my head, and the guy's like, dude, don't apologize. He's like, I feel you on that. He's like, I feel you. He's like, trust me. He's like, we're working very hard to ban this gym from from New York. He's like, we have a huge problem with them bending the rules. Yeah. What and what gym was that? I don't want to say it. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, You're a nice not, guy, Frankie. No nah, man, it's true. I don't, I don't like ba- bad mouthing people, man. It's it's you never know when you'll you might need a favor. Or something. Yeah, it's a small community. It is a very small community. Yeah, that's dude, that's facts, dude. That guy that broke my rib, we're homies now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think his name was like Peter or Paul from yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Master Toddies. Yeah. <laughs> or super tight. Well, not super tight, but I saw him a couple of times after. And like, because I just didn't know if it was intentional or what the deal was with him, you know, because he did seem kind of like weird when I first met him, you know, <clears throat> but we just drank together and we were cool right after, yeah. bro. We got IGs and we, we talk every once in a while, you know. That's, that's a good thing, man, because the... Some people, I, I don't, this is why I don't like uh, watching too many. Did you know I don't watch any fights? Yeah, you, you, I you've mentioned all the time. I'll be like, did you see this fight? When you saw that them. a Super Bond fight, I was like pretty shocked. I was like, Damn. Yeah, I'll only watch them like if I, if I know the person or I'm excited to see that fight, I'll watch it. Yeah. But it just seems like everything's a show now, man. And yeah, when definitely. people say, I'm going to go to war. Like, no, you're not, man. You're not going to go to war. Uh. Like, how is that even, how does that even reference a fight? Yeah. Like, it's two skilled people. They're gonna test each other. One, somebody's gonna come out victorious. It's not war. Like war is a fucking pretty pretty strong word to fucking. Throw well, especially around. especially in comparison to like Kevin Ross or fucking Joe Schilling. Those fucking dudes went to war. Bro, Sh- Joe Schilling when he was in Glory, he uh did, had that one fight. He did what three fights in one night. Yeah, that was wild, dude. Which one? Well, he did. He had a couple of them, man. For, I, it, was, it was like the I, I don't know if it was his first fight with Glory, but it was for a tournament. Is that the one he won the the first the ter- his first tournament. 
I don't know if he, I think he lost the last fight, I think, or he might have won, I can't remember, but I just remember he won, and then in the interview, he talked about how, like, he would go smoke cigarettes in between his fights yeah, and he shit, did. yeah. That was, uh, that's when he won, that's when he won in first glory. One, yeah, the second wild. one, I was there, but it wasn't, it was to advance in the tournament, and there was three fights. I was there at the forum, and that's when he beat, who did he sleep, Simon Marcus. Simon Marcus. So the Simon Marcus fight, that was like fight number two because Simon Marcus had beat Joe Schilling. Yeah, I was about to say in in line fights in Vegas. Uh-huh. And I remember, I want to say Joe Schilling got knocked out or he lost, but something like they, that they where they stopped out. it. Yeah, yeah. They waved it off. They call it a TKO. And so it was like a grudge match, right? And uh it went an extra round. I think Glory does extra rounds. I love that shit. So they went in a fourth round, uh-huh. taking the gloves off, and they're like, nope. It's fucking tied. What the fuck? Like, there's no way Joe Schilling just fucking won this shit. Yeah. Like, whatever. Put his fucking gloves back on. And my wife and I were sitting right there. And uh, he did a drop step. Boom, boom. He fainted him coming in. He fucking drop step back. Dropped him with the fucking right hook. And he just slapped him. Yeah. Oh, my God. The fucking whole arena went crazy. Big boy. Joe Schilling. Dude, he's a, a fucking big, big boy, dude. Boy. When I see he's, him in person, I was like, holy shit, you don't look this big on TV. <laughs> yeah, man. He's, he's my boy, man. I haven't talked to him in a minute, but we uh we 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 keep in contact here and there, you know? Yeah. I went to his house once to help him with his car. And it was like maybe eight in the morning. And um him and his son outside that dude's a fucking great dad by the way just to let you know i've, I've never i've never seen well, i have but i've never seen such a a, a man like a manly man you, you look at joe Schilling, like dude that dude's a fucking manly man right oh yeah dude and the way he's with his with his son's man he's like i've never seen somebody so loving before like with with, with their boys and like he's so encouraging dude and to see that that's like that's what it's about man and i always tell him dude i'm like dude you're such a fucking good dad he's like yeah try it man but um me and, me and I was showing his boy how to do things on a car. And he comes out. He's, he's like, nine. He's like, hey, man, you want some drink? Like, sure, dude. He's like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever you got. He's, he had a fucking stock fridge full of Bud Light. Gives me a fucking <laughs> beer. Who the fuck's going to say no to Joe Schilling? Can't say drinking no, Drinking a fucking Bud Light at 8 in Manly. the morning, right? Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. Fucking popped open a fucking can of Bud Light at 8 in the morning. And uh, yeah, we're just fucking drinking. And then... He's fucking hanging out. He's he's a he's a cool dude, man. Yeah. He's um I wanna smoke with him. Next time I ever see him, I'll be like, yo. I thought you did. Nah, I, I asked him too, but he he was busy because remember he dropped he had a he came to the gym for a little bit, did the seminar, and then I asked him at the end of it, but then he yeah. had to leave. He just left his car and took off, remember? Yeah, he was sponsored by Smoked RX back when that was like a big company. Well, doesn't he have uh that brand or something, that fight league? What's it called? Smokers with the Z? Yeah, it was uh, Smokers Fight League or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that shit on YouTube. I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to do it. I think he did do st- striking as well in, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's the only place you can do that in. Yeah, he did jujitsu. He did that. He did the. He, he was it was going up for a while, man. He that guy's uh doing a lot of like uh, acting stuff now too. Oh, is he? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, whoa, he, trans- whoa, whoa, he transitioned very well, man. Because it comes that. to it comes to a point in time where you can't really fight anymore no nah, he's you know? definitely there he has he has a couple business ventures like you know he's part owner of the yard him and his coach mark uh Kimura actually own the yard he uh when he gets a chance he does go and teach there time that he's there i've, I've gone and you know i take some of the guys to go spar and have fun. um but he's doing a lot of like um uh, acting and you know it's, it's going good for him man he was in that i saw him in that movie um with mark Wahlberg. 
Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Hmm. Cowboy Cerrone's in it. Like, Cowboy Cerrone is one of the inmates. Oh, I don't even, even know what movie that is. Yeah, like, the, Mark Wahlberg's in jail. I forgot what movie it is, but Mark Wahlberg's in jail, and he's a cop. Uh-huh. George Schilling's a cop? No, no, no. Oh, Mark, uh, Wahlberg's, Mark Wahlberg's a cop. Wait, wait. Oh, the other guys? Is it the other guys? With, no. It's not a comedy? No, no, it's not a comedy. It's a fucking, it's, it's a movie movie. Oh, Anyways, okay. he's one of the bad guys at, at, a, at a gym. I could see him being a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I know. I think about it. He's played a fucking lot of bad guys. He was in uh, The Kickboxer, the new reboot. Yeah. He was in that. It wasn't that good of a movie. I but didn't he hear was, about the reboot. Well, ah, I'll dude. check it out, though. Oh, yeah. wait, King, oh, wait. I did hear about that. Yeah, 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 yeah Kickboxer. Yeah, you know, with the one with Van Damme? Yeah, yeah. You know, know, when he goes to go uh, train. Thailand or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Does well, his brother dies or something, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's uh, Joe Schultz one of the bad guys, and he's fucking him up. And then I think the dude, like, gets his fucking inner energy and fucking head kicks him when he lays him out. I'm going to check that movie out when you leave, dude. All right, here, I got a, I got another question yeah. for you. What is your favorite style? Ah, as far as what? Just, just... Or Muay Thai. Dude, I like all styles, man. We have seasons. Have you noticed at the gym? Yeah. Sometimes we'll be Dutch. Sometimes yeah. we'll be Thai. I think so. Lately, I've been really into the Thai style. Really? Like, yeah. When I first met you, you were big on the Dutch, I remember. Yeah, Super I was. Big. I was because, like I said, I have seasons, right? So when you first met me, I had more... I was dealing more still with MMA fighters at the moment. So I, I had no necessity to de- to teach Thai style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had Mike it's, and all them. So the way I teach, as you know, is uh, depending on what we have going on is what I teach. Mm-hmm. Like if I know that we're going to be fighting a gym that's traditional, super Thai style, why even bother? As long as we understand how to deal with the Thai style, we're going to do our own style, which is a mixture of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for a while I was big on boxing. You know, we did a lot of boxing. Uh, I had a boxing coach for a while back last time ago in the garage, dude. That's how how I um, got taught the drop step. Yeah. You know, the mirror drill. I remember that. That, that was my first, like, me. fucking week here. I was like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> dude, but I'll tell you what, though, man. I, I fell in love with that because I actually put somebody down. I remember. Uh, 17, sec- 17 seconds in, in Arizona. Oh, you said it was like a record or something? Yeah. 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 I technically had put him down in seven seconds with a knee. Got back up and then I drop step him and he went through the ropes. Kind of like Joe Schilling. I try. I've done. I recently uh, did the mirror drill, but um, <clears> just, I just did it with the uh, step back and hooked. I did it yeah. on um. Fuck, who was it? Um, I think it was Jack, dude. Because Jack, Jack came in, on, he just came Terminator. in. On it. <laughs> I was just jabbing him when he came in. And I just like threw it. I just was like, damn, I haven't practiced that in so long. It just was back there in the memory bank, you know? Yeah, man. That's that's just what's crazy about like people think I. Uh, I pre-plan my classes and I don't. Yeah. It's whatever, whoever I see there, it's boop. Okay, here we go. I have an idea of what we're doing. Like if we're going Dutch style, boxing or Thai style, but all my shit comes out right there and then. Yeah. But so for like, if you were to fight again, like what would your style be though? If you could pick your style, because I, I like a style that I don't do because so I'm not look, good at man, it. You know? <laughs> knowing that I want my last fight to be in Thai, in Thailand. Traditional? Can't, I can't fucking do traditional. There's no oh. way they'll fucking eat me up alive. Oh, that's facts. So, they can't. Yeah, but I'm gonna probably favor more Western boxing, boxing with with uh with Dutch style. Yeah. You know, keep. I don't want to be too close because I, you know, I'm gonna fucking get sucked into the clinch. Huh. I'm saying I suck at the clinch, but I don't want to get hit with the elbows. That yeah. shit sucks. Yeah, and they're probably working it a lot more than yeah, we are down man. here. You know, you know, and I don't want to stand the outside because I don't want to get fucking kicked. Uh, kicked. And you can only take so many kicks that's so so long. I want. I want to be in and out. You know, more footwork. So okay. definitely, probably more towards a Dutch style. Yeah, dude. I was working my hands so much earlier this year, and so I fucked my left hand up, dude. I felt like my hands were finally getting better, you know. And then I fucked it up, and I'm just back to kicks again. Because I'm like, how'd you fuck it up? Um, dude, on Danny, remember? I didn't tell you what happened. 
Yeah, dude. You just told me that you messed something up, but you weren't too specific. Yeah, so me and Danny, we started doing this thing where we spar for like 30 minutes on Thursdays and Fridays in the ring, you know, before class. Oh, good to know. Yeah, it's just because I needed, because it's good for my cardio and Danny just likes to spar, so it's perfect, uh-huh. dude, you know. So it was a thing we were doing for a while and it was going good for, I don't know, I want to say like two months. And then one day, like we're sparring and like I was literally about to leave. And then he's like, oh, you want to do one more round? And I'm like, all right, bet. So I had my hand wraps off. I was already like ready to go home, put everything back on, didn't wrap my hands. Anyways, at one point I go to throw an uppercut and like he like blocked like this and I caught like the end of his elbow, you know, uh, and it just like, dude, like you could see it. Like it's still fucked up, bro. I'm oh pretty shit. sure I broke it, dude. First of all, <laughs> that's probably all fucking calcium buildup. Yeah, First yeah. of all, yeah, this one right let right. me ask you this. How hard did you throw that uppercut? Dude, it really uh, might have been hard, actually. We, we go pretty hard sometimes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's one. Yeah. Okay. Two, I didn't have wraps, too. I think Sec- that would have helped. Uh, the, the wraps will, will will give you some protection, but not what you think, unless you get your you have, like, a fucking two-inch thick padding. Yeah. And yeah. But it's fucking not even gauze, dude. It's just fucking, like, a little towel in there. But secondly, how old are your gloves that you were using? Probably pretty. The, they're the the weed ones. So they're probably like yeah, two years old. Exactly. Least, so yeah, you know all that true. padding that, that you have. That was the other thing I was about to say it, too. It gets compressed now. I know. I need so instead gear. of keeping it keeping it you know nice nice and sturdy, that elbow around. that's nice and sharp is gonna go right through. Everything's all the all those threads are just gonna open up and go right through. Dude, it got me so good. Need new gloves. I know. That's I need why you fucked gear. up, Graham. I need new shin guards too. You need new shin guards. I've seen you with uh, two colored shin guards lately. What's up with that? I know. I've been broke lately, coach. I got my money towards stuff that I need. You know. Now I'm probably gonna order some shit though off Amazon or something. Can't go wrong with Amazon. Next day delivery. Oh, dude, I, dude, Yoke is so expensive right now. I'm like, bro, with shipping and all that. It's like, I like. Pers- so look, look, look. Before I, I, I forget about this. You didn't hit up Robert. Who's Robert? From the gym, some new guy. You oh, probably, the Asian guy. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I talked to him actually yeah, okay. yesterday. I just he's got it. that connect with fucking Boone. He's, he's, he's like my height, right? Uh, maybe a little shorter than you. He's like Vietnamese, I think, right? He's into no. what? Is he Vietnamese or, or no? Yeah. Yeah, I think I talked to him yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I just up, got his number actually. Hit him up, man, because. Uh, I think you guys two might be in the same industry. Yeah, we are. Yeah, okay, yeah, same guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's actually looking into um into properties for me. Oh yeah. He's helping me out. Yeah. For the gym or for yeah, 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 for the gym. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought you were gonna get that what happened to that spot that um was up the street. Well, that's I'm still I'm still looking. There's okay. I got right now the the place there's two. There's a place called Tapatio. There used to be a fucking restaurant. Oh yeah. That place I know that is one. vacant. And the only difference is it has a huge lot in the back. It's overkill. I don't know if they're going to be charging me for that whole back that's not going to be usable. Yeah. That's going to be a, a deal breaker unless I build something on it or rent it out. But the other place, I think it used to be a laundromat or a 99 cent store uh, on the corner of Edinger and Harbor. Mm-hmm. That place has been open, okay. vacant for, we're going to be there nine years. Yeah, for nine years. Oh, is that the one you're telling me how they keep fucking, they don't want to drop the rent? They don't rent. want to drop the rent, but hey, man, money talks, talk right? Them, so I'm going to go talk to them and be like, yo, this is for the community. It is for the community. All these kids man. don't have no father figure. You know what I mean? There you go. This is, what, this is what we need. Come on, help us out here. But anyways, you gotta talk to him because he's got a he's putting in an order for Boone. Oh, is and it? he's got some dope ass gloves that you nobody's ever seen here yet. Yeah, I'll check him out. Yeah, I literally just got his number yesterday because we're in the same. He's, he's a cool guy, man. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's super chill. He seems nice. Um, let's see. All right, so here's another question I got. What is the worst type of fighter that you've dealt with? I think I know the answer, but I'm gonna let me see. Tell me. I think it's gonna be Evan, that type of person. Oh, 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 the type of person. Yeah, like personality type, you know. Yeah, man. And it's it's not because I'm I'm, I'm picking on him because you just sh- give me an example. But um, I think the 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 personality is a know it all. Yeah. So if you aren't 
able to accept criticism or uh, ideas, you're never going to learn, mm-hmm. right? How are you expecting to go train somewhere when you're telling me, I already know how to do that. I already know that. Why are you here? Yeah. Why are you wasting my time? And, you know, it, it's, you're not open to, to uh, new ideas or a new approach on things. Um, you know, my style of teaching, if something doesn't, if what I'm trying to teach you, the specific way I'm trying to teach you doesn't work for you, I'm going to make it work for you. How your body moves. We're not a cookie cutter gym here. You know, the way you do your, your style is totally different from how uh, uh, Julio does his style. Mm-hmm. You guys know the same stuff, the same combinations, but you guys move differently. Yeah. So there's certain things that I could teach you that I can't teach him. Mm-hmm. Right. I know you can fucking get on the inside and throw kick uh, a fucking head kick out of nowhere because you're flexible. Well, right? Special. <laughs> At Taekwondo style. Yeah. Versus, let's say Julio, he cannot throw a head kick from such a close distance. He had to make space. Yeah. Right. So everything's everything's gets taught differently. But yeah, man, the I think the people that I, I I really have a hard time with is the I know what else, and this is why I ask people like, have you trained before? Kind of want to get an idea of who you are and why you're coming here. If you're telling me that like, hey, I've trained for ten years. I got like fifteen fights. Okay, what do I have to offer you? Are you coming here just to fucking beat up on my guys or are you coming here because you really want to know my style and you know we've had people come in here and try to bust that guess what they get run through the gauntlet right and they don't come back and i don't need those kind of people yeah those are the hardest people to train with they are which is funny it's the hardest people to coach and the hardest teammate to be around because they don't want to hold pads yeah because what did i tell you as a fighter you have to be selfish right yeah we're not a selfish gym we're not a selfish gym um, even when I when people do have uh, fights like uh, Julio, right? And I'm using him a lot because he's the one most active right now. He has his time to be selfish. He's selfish in different ways. Now that he has a family, he understands what I mean. Like, you have to be selfish. You know, unfortunately, that means less time with your family, less time with your kid, less you're home late. You go from work straight to the gym. You're there and you still got responsibilities. Yeah. We're going to train. I need to do your workouts. We're going to hold. We're going to do pads. I'm going to do pads with you. 30 minutes nonstop, but guess what i still expect you to take class and hold pads for other people and teach and teach you know yeah he's teaching man it, t- yeah. it took him a while but yeah man dude i so i've known julio for i mean you know since i've been going to spider and yeah. just, i just witnessed him going to the role he's been he's moved into i i also noticed like with that came the shift in the way he, he like acts his personality you know Man, when I first met Hulu, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Me and him kind of like butted heads a lot, bro. Like we were like <clears throat> we're pretty cool now, dude. Like I mean, I have no problem with him, but dude, I just did not like talking to him before because he was just so he was a he was a hard aggressive, ass, bro. He is. He was, oh, he was. I was like, damn, chill, so, bro. <laughs> uh, that comes with that comes with age, man. You know, you're you're the fucking young bull. Things things you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know, trust me. When I met him, I was like, who the fuck is this kid? Yeah. You know, there. You know how I met Julio. I remember the story, but go ahead, tell us. So, um, at the time, I had lost my location where I first started, you know, and then I was able to access another location just temporarily right there on the the, the first address he went to. Mm-hmm. I was there in Santa Ana. Um, and I had known his original wrestling coach from my original gym. I would see this big old dude. He must have been like 250, just fucking yoked out, man. Uh, Dallas. And he would go in there and hit the back, boom, kick after kick, boom. Then he'd go on the elliptical. Then he'd be like, hey, man, what's your name? Like, getting to know each other. And he's like, oh, we have mutual friends in common. And we came 
Kim Cool, and he's like, hey, I got some couple fighters that I, I want you to, to look at. And I'm like, cool, man, just, you know, shoot them my way. And I, I was at that place where his, the guy that owned that location was actually one of his fighters, too. So it all kind of clicked. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to send you this young kid named Hulu. He just graduated from high school. You know, he's an MMA fighter, yada, yada, yada. He needs uh, striking. Cool, send him my way. This fucking kid shows up, man, in a fucking knee brace. I'm like, hey, what's up? What's wrong with your knee? Oh, I just got uh, was ACL surgery. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Dallas, this kid's fucking broken. What the fuck am I going to do with him? <laughs> well, no, just have him watch. Uh, Sick. This motherfucker, he wasn't watched, man. He was over here shooting his shit with other people. And I'm like, dude, I can't have this. Yeah. So once he was finally able to get on the mat, dude, he fought me with every little thing that I threw at him. I'm all right, man. This is what we're going to do. I want, you to, I want you to slip off the jab. I want you to bait him to throw a jab. You're going to slip and you're going to throw a right uppercut. Where the fuck? That doesn't work. Dude, yeah. this guy fucking fought me. Just how you met him? Yeah. That's how it was, but worse. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, just fucking trust me. I'm not going to do it. All right. Fucking call up Dallas. Hey, man, this fool says he ain't going to fucking do shit. I don't want to coach him. Let me talk to him. All right, man. Just keep working. So we fucking did it and did it and did it and did it. And I told him this fucking, this, this, this slip, this slip, this slip. And um, his first fight, he didn't let me corner him. What? He didn't this, let me corner him. Our first fight together, so, which was okay because I wasn't his coach. I was just helping out his oh, coach, okay, right? So Dallas was Dallas is his coach, coach? Okay, his MMA coach. Actually, he's a cool guy. And uh, he's like, "Hey, man, uh, you can go to my fight. Here's here's a ticket." I'm like, "All right, I'm fucking dig. I'm like, All right, whatever." I actually went. It was at the fair. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife went, and we sat in the stand. Then he comes out, and he's fucking going, going, and I'm like fuck's he doing you didn't do any of the stuff going, you worked huh? or? No, the opposite man he's doing <laughs> everything i fucking told him to do and i have a picture of him that's doing sick, it that's sick though he, the, the picture that i have him at the gym he's fucking slipping and throwing that right uppercut yeah and oh I, okay, okay I, yeah. I didn't even i didn't even stay to fin- to watch the fight like the whole thing uh, i i look around i'm like all right we're done here i'm gonna ask what i thought and i walked away and you know me and Eva had her had fun at the fair and that was on a sunday the next day Guess who was there fucking bright and early at the gym? All fucking smiles. And yeah. I have a picture of when he came and, and, and like to apologize to me. It's, it's me and him and he's got his arm around me and I got Lexi in the back. And Lexi's going like, uh, I'll, I'll post it so you guys can see. Yeah. And um, I'll put it, if you give it to me, I'll put it in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put it around. And, and, and uh, he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, I should have trusted you. He's like, that thing worked like a fucking charm. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I cheated. He full on fully apologized to me and. I was like, all right, man. I'm like, I don't want you fucking ever, you know, doubting what the fuck I'm teaching you. Like, I'm teaching you shit for a reason. I'm like, I don't need that shit. Yeah. I let him have it a little bit. But after that, he was like, he was on fucking board, man. And he never looked back. You He's know? the biggest uh, team player. Yeah, man, he is. And, and it's all about, you know, trusting trusting the process and trusting everything you do. Even if I, even till this day, if I tell Hulu, hey, dude, I just, just fucking sit there and fucking throw uh, 30 minutes of straight jabs. He's not going to ask me why he's going to do it because I know it's, it's good for him, you know. And him and I became really close, you know, um, outside the gym. Like, uh, everybody has struggles to deal with. And I think he needed a father figure at the time. And I was able to kind of um, fill that role, fill that, fill that void for him for the for the time being, and you know I try to give him as much advice I can, and when he fucks up I tell him, and I give him advice and we know he doesn't listen and he's like hey man I didn't fucking listen to your advice I'm in this fucking hole now, 
all right, so I, here I am, try to, you know, pep them up and get them out of that dark place. And, you know, I think we've built a great relationship. And I think now that he's a father, he realizes like, oh, shit. So you see him kind of take care of the gym a little more. And, Definitely. You know, yeah. show interest in people. Yeah. Yeah, He's it's completely... Well, the whole gym in general has changed, but Julio specifically, though, the, from the way he is today versus how I first met him, I was like, man, when I first met him, this fool was like trying to knock me out all the time. Like I was literally punching back for him, bro. Little, little known fact, uh, I think only myself and my wife and Julio know this. If anything was ever to happen to me, uh, he's in my will for to take over the gym. Even yeah. when I do retire, it's it's going to be in his family. Like Sweet. it's 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 for him, man. Like he's earned it. The gym ain't for me. Like it's not I don't have it for financial. It's it's. The gym is for me to help me cope with, you know, my, my, with what I want to feel inside. You know, my wife understands that's like why I'm hobby. doing it. It's, it's more than a hobby, dude. It's, it's my lifestyle. I w- it was there before I met anybody else and it's saved my life. And if I'm able to provide some sort of, you know, uh, uh, secure sanctuary for people to feel like they belong or leave all that bullshit outside, that's what it's for. Yeah. And he understands, you know, he understands that goal. He's going to keep doing it. You know, and if he's and if he wants to do something with it, then he he's it's his. It's beautiful. So that's that's where that's the trajectory of the gym where it's going. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he definitely earned it, dude. And honestly, deep down inside, dude, he's actually a really kind person, dude. He's a very emotional guy, man. He's and very hard on the outside. You know, we've and this is, this is what I tell him, dude. It's like um, this this word gets tossed around a lot. Masculine, uh, masculinity. toxic, yeah, 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 toxic masculinity. Toxic yeah, masculinity, man. It gets tossed around a lot. I believe and that I word. Think, <laughs> I know, I know, and it's just a fucking, <laughs> it's, it's a word, right? But I think it's, it's, it's a trait. I think that word is, it should be named something else. It just sounds fucking wrong. I mean, because I, I think a, a man should be a man, you know, have some traits, but a lot of those traits don't have to be so machismo. Huh. And growing up Hispanic, Mexican, or Latin, dude, you're always taught by your father figure. Don't fucking show emotion. This is what you do. And this is the only way to do it. You know, and 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 slowly I've been kind of picking away at that. You know, he's like a fucking iceberg. I'm chiseling him, yeah. trying to chisel that away. And he realized it like, oh shit, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty fucking, you know, emotional person. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with being emotional, man. Like, who the fuck told you that, you know, to to say I love you or to say I care about something is bad. It's not. You know, little by little, you see them do a little speeches. So I'm letting, I'm giving him a little bit more floor time to talk about certain things. And I think he's, he's, he's getting there, man. You know, it was a big thing was for him was when he gave Casey his armband. Yeah. You know, like they both had a nice, a nice cry and like a little tear because it was emotional. And I, I, he gave, uh, my daughter's armband mm-hmm. to her. With Macy or like Macy, you? Macy. He gave Macy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot, I forgot you know, and, that day too. I got no, mine that day too. You it's did, actually, dude. You, you did. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, and you know, for that, day. for that, it's, it's, there is no ranking system in Muay Thai. People that are, actually, I had a whole on speech about this a couple years ago. There is no ranking system in general. You know where the ranking system came from? Uh, karate? Taekwondo. Oh, Taekwondo. I thought karate was the first one. Is it? Or no, no uh, it was Taekwondo that, that, well, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty uh-huh. sure it was Taekwondo because he might research on it. <laughs> so it was, Koreans. Uh, it was, it was a way of how, how to keep track of, of who was going to be paying more. Uh-huh. Yeah. Different, and, and levels for classes. That's how remember, they kept track of people. I just remembered like every time you would get a belt, it was like 200 bucks, dude, back in the day. Exactly. Crazy. Right. Yeah. You're monetizing that shit. They did. My, my stuff's not monetized, man. And it's, it's more of like, what change do I see in you? That's made you a better person than you were when you started. Some people don't get them. 
Yeah. Because guess what, man? You ain't doing you ain't doing anything for self growth. Like you got one, dude. Because I'm like, dude, here's this guy who's been with me for already six years. You got yours this year. I got for six too, yeah. years, he comes in fucking early. You know what did it? Was the fact that you showed interest in uh, in Yoshi. Oh, I was a little homie right there. Yeah, man. And and although you do talk a lot of shit, <laughs> a lot of weird stuff sometimes, you actually have good points, man. And you you speak from the heart. Like when I you do. give him advice, dude, you give him advice. I just and so there was one thing that you said. I don't know, I don't really remember, but you were you were talking about school. Yeah. And I was like, there it is. He's fucking grown up. You earned the band. You earned the band, dude. Oh man, I love that kid. He's a good kid, dude. I like that seeing him become the the young man that he's gonna be. You know, he's definitely did a a fucking one eighty, man. He came in at to me. His dad brought him in, and uh, his dad's like, "Hey, dude, I don't know what to do with them anymore." He thinks he's a fucking little gangbanger. He rolls up, fucking bald head, baggy ass jeans, and you know, straight F's. He like he just got suspended from school, and I'm like, sir, sign on this fucking line. That's my specialty, dude. Taking kids like that and scaring them straight. Oh, that's my fucking specialty. Yeah. I'm like, sign this fucking line. Sign this fucking line for me. And um, like, do you give me, you know, the uh, authority to fucking set them straight? He's um, yep. I look at him. I'm like, hey, buddy, you're fucked. I, you know, I got to be a little hard well, on him. He, he, went, he went through the ringer at first, dude. He did, man. And I think I know the exact day he kind of kind of flipped on him. So, yeah, he started coming in and we would work him out hard. And um, I think I had asked him one day for his his uh, his fucking grades and he was fucking nervous. I'm like, dude, how the fuck do you have straight F's? Yeah, yeah straight P.E., F's. dude. I was like, I'm like, look, how, my, you, you know how hard you got to try to fucking fail every class? I'm like, if you're putting that much dedication and failing... I'm like, I know for a fact that you could do better than that. Yeah. And he had ditched and he got suspended. And I'm like, all right, man, today's the day. You're going to fucking turn this shit around. And we put him to the ringer. And I think Og was the one that put him down with a fucking nasty body shot. And he's like, he just crumbled and he went downstairs. And I followed him. I'm like, I'll be right back. And then um, I went downstairs. That's when the locker room was still downstairs. I'm like, what's up, dude? You know, he was, he was getting emotional. He was tearing up a little bit. And I close the door. I'm like, dude, cry. I want you to fucking cry right now. Yeah, and he fucking balled out. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? He's like, I don't know. I don't know why I act like this. Am I it because you feel like you want to belong somewhere? And I give him my whole fucking Frankie speech of you got to be better and what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, you know what, man? I'm, I'm done doing that. Like, I want to, you know, my friend just about to have a baby and he's fucking 15. Wild. I'm like, dude, grow the fuck up, man. I'm like, you're going to be a fucker for the rest of your life? And... After that day, dude, that conversation, the next fucking day, bro, he's like, hey, uh, can I sit here and do my homework? Hell yeah, you can. Open up my laptop. He did his fucking homework. Little by little, weekly progress reports. I think all he has right now is his A's and C's. Yeah. A, B's and C's. He's been doing good. You know? And and uh, he's fucking undefeated in jiu-jitsu. And he's, you know, he's training every day. He's there since you're there. And then before he's, me, before he's you, waiting for me to open the door. Yeah, man. And he, you know, he goes, he waits for his dad or uh, he gets picked up after legacy's class with that class is over like a nine thirty, sometimes 10. Yeah. He does MMA. Like, Dude, this, yeah, yeah. This kid, sometimes has to go all the way to fucking Corona. Yeah. So that's maybe he'll get home at 11, take a shower, go to sleep, wake up and do it all over again. And that's fucking dedication. Cause he knows that he's capable of doing all that stuff, man. Instead of letting him fuck around and end up in jail right now. Fuck that. Nobody gonna, I, my watch is going to do that. Yeah, dude, out of, he started with, I think, four other kids. He's the only one that he's stayed. He's the only one that stayed, man. 
No, we well, got one kid that kind of comes into now. I forgot. It was Angel? I think his name, right? Or, Angel, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, Angel. He, he came a lot, a, a lot uh, later, but yeah. yeah, he's a good kid too, man. Yeah, Angel's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of Yoshi, dude. I was like, man, when you, from when he came in to now, I remember I was I, I was holding pads for him and I was teaching him something and just he had this just little attitude, bro. And I'm like, bro, why are you asking me for help? If you're just going to like fucking sit here like this, you know, it's like fucking go hit the bag if you want to fucking have yeah. that type of attitude, you know? That's the thing, man. It's like, it's like kids sometimes feel like they're owed something. Yeah. It's. They're young. This generation feels a little entitled. Like I know we always be talking about that weird shit, like the they thems. Yeah. That's a whole different subject, man. It's that's your kids too, dude. Your son's so young; he's gonna be on some weird shit when he once he gets to my age, bro. Like, can you imagine if this is where we're at right now? You know, hey man, my son's gonna change the world. That's my. That's I know he is. Yeah, maybe he'll be a fighter, dude. Yeah. Do you I want your kids? If if one of your kids was like, I want to pick up fighting, like professionally, like well, uh, Macy's going down that road, and I had to have a talk with her, and I'm like, hey, why do you want to fight? You know what she said? And I had to fucking stop her right there. She's like, because I want to make you proud of me. And I was like, nope. I'm like, it's not even about that. I'm like, I, I'm not asking you to fight. I, in fact, I don't want you to fight. I'm like, do I want you to get hurt and get beat up? I'm like, no. I'm like, do it because you want to. Do it because, you know, this is what, you, what, what makes you happy. And she's like, it does make me happy, Dad. And I'm like, all right. And so I've been working with her a little more. Like, dude, she's really picked it up. Yeah. You no, know, she's, she's, sometimes when she's part of the G, she's a little shy. But I think last two weeks, I'm like, all right, guys, like, you guys want to fight? They got to show me something. Dude, they went fucking all out. Yeah. And they like were clinching. Dude, they're clinching was on point. It's like watching two little minutes clinch, like full on, like fucking swimming fucking perfectly, turning and uh, landing straight knees. I was like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. What, what a proud moment that must have been. It was, man. It was, I, I took a video and I, I sent it to Eva and I was like, oh my God. Eva was the one that didn't want her to fight. I can like, imagine she's the mom. And you know, mom you know what? You know what? Uh, what turned her around? Um, Some random dude from Australia. I convinced her to let Macy fight. What, what do you mean? Like John Wayne Parr, man. Oh, John Wayne Parr. When he came to do the seminar at the <laughs> gym, random. Macy's like, "I want to fight, but my mom won't let me." And he's like, "You know what?" He's like, "I was scared when Jazzy asked me to fight, but I, I'm like, you know what? How can I tell her not to follow her dreams or what she wants to do? Yeah, right. I did it. But why, why, why can't she?" And then she's like, you know what? I think you're just you're just scared of her. You're just scared of that she's gonna be that great. And then Eva's like, shit, I am holding her from fucking achieving her greatness, possibly. You know, how can I let my fears stop her from doing what she's not scared of? And so that was a fucking switch in her. And I was like, thank you, John Wayne. Dude, John Wayne's so cool, man. I hope I get to see him again one day. He just has such a dope personality. I I um I did notice when I met him in person though, that fool's face is fucked up, bro. Dude, well, have you seen that? Uh, they did a photo shoot on him and they highlighted all his scars. Something stitches. His whole fucking face is like it looks like Chucky doll, man. He had this one that went from like the side to the back of his skull, and I was like, damn, that one looked like I was I was at the line his last line fights fight when him and Cosmo. That's where I met Cosmo. Yeah. Um. We had a fighter there and Cosmo was warming up in our locker room. So he asked me, he's like, hey, I don't have a mom call to wear. Like, can I wear your gyms? I'm like, hell yeah, you can wear my, my, my gym is fucking cool. And they went out there to, to fucking fight, man. It was a five rounder title fight. And I think John Wayne came in with his head down and fucking Cosmo was like, boom, and cracked him open from here to here. 
Yeah, that might have been and that one I there's a video. About. There's a video. There's a video of him like fucking talking through it. I don't know if you've seen it. It's fucking, yeah. it's fucking nasty. Yeah. yeah, he got fucking cut open. Yeah, dude. And you know what else I noticed is he's got like no neck mobility. Fuck. That will fuck some discs up or something, bro. Something, dude. Yeah. Well, he's been doing it since he was like 13 or something. He started off with karate, I think. Yeah. And then he met this uh, Thai guy at a Thai restaurant. Sponsored him to go to Thailand. Yep. That was That's awesome, man. He's, I like hearing stories like that. Yeah. You know, and he's a fucking icon in Muay Thai, man. He was dude, one of legend. the one of the, one of the first, you know, outsiders to live and do the whole Muay Thai thing in Thailand. Yeah. I think my style is kind of like if I were to say who it is, it's I more like yeah. I'm like, dude, this is your fucking style, man. He's a fucking gunslinger. He goes in there and fucking yeah. Yo, fuck. Did you know he was one of the first people to start the whole uh, uh, Muay Thai with MMA gloves? Yeah, I remember seeing that. And then, um, then he what's that dude from one of what's his name Charday or whatever? He like asked him like, hey, would it be alright if we used it? Like he straight up yeah, like went all respectful about it. And John Wayne yeah, was like, dude. yeah, dude. Yeah, it was he called it uh CMT. Yeah. What is it, what is it called? Cage Muay Thai. Cage Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. I remember talking about it. Yeah, that's super cool, dude. They they have it still in Thailand. I remember seeing like Channel 8 will do it sometimes with um MMA gloves. Yeah. I like it more because I think for the clenching, it's more like I feel like more they can practical, grab Practical, yeah. Yeah, you know, cuz the gloves kind of fucking make it like you have to grab your hand all weird and stuff, you know. It you to hold your 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 wrist sometimes depending on what kind of gloves you have. And I like it too because when you're kicking, bro, it's like less Fucking, you know, less to block with, you know. <laughs> I can break somebody's finger off with that, dude. Yeah. All right, coach. We just did an hour and a half, dude. Oh shit! You got anything else to tell us, bro? What do you nah, got, man? I, I, it's. What do you want to tell the gym? You know, everybody's doing great, man. Uh, everybody from the gym, like I like the growth of the gym, how it's going. Um, the gym is definitely going in a direction that I, I do foresee it in going. You know. It was hard, man. Starting this gym from I I remember when when I told Julio, I'm like, hey, dude, hop on my car, let's go see something. This was before. He's like, what? I'm like, just fucking get in my car, man. Drove. We parked in front of the gym right, that we have right now. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, come here. I had a key. I opened it. He's like, what the fuck is this? This is our new gym. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, dude, are we really doing this? I'm like, yeah, man. Are you down or what? And then Mikey shows up. I had to tell Mikey. I'm like, hey, Mike, look, man. I'm going to be leaving this gym where I'm at right now. And he was already starting his fitness program there. And I think they were charging him something stupid, like $1,000. Wait, so wait, what gym was that? Was that at the... The original location, too. The, I think the, the gym was the, the size auto of... The shop? Or what? Yeah, yeah. It was the size of a garage. Yeah. And I'm like, look, Mike, I'm like, come with me. I'm not forcing you to come with me. You can come with me. I'll help you build out your, whatever the fuck gym you have, man. He's like, you don't got to fucking pay me rent. Like, I, I believe in you. He's like, fuck it, let's run it. So he came with me, me, uh, Mikey, and Julio, and I think three other people. I started the gym with like six people, man. It was the first three years were the fucking hardest years because I, I wasn't making fucking rent. And I had made a deal with them. I'm like, I will not be touching our family account to eat into the gym. That was a deal if I could use those 20 grand. Yeah. Uh, dude, you know, if it wasn't for, for Juan... Uh, I don't think we'd fucking be here, man. Juan Juan was a really good business guy. Yeah. So we did everything we could from fucking buying wine to the ladies that ran the building to give us more time to pay rent. Dude, it was it was amazing, man. And then little by little, you know, you started coming in and then gym started growing and I started expanding and it's and it all like you said, it's the culture of the gym. Yeah. If I was money hungry, 
Dude, we're probably the cheapest gym in Orange County, and I've never really raised my prices. They stay the same, you know? And and the, it's just the culture of the gym. Everybody's so welcoming, and everybody truly cares for one another, yeah, you know? And then we friends. do once in a while, we get those little hotheads that come in and try to prove a point, but those those leave fairly quick. I make it a point. Like, yeah, she's not allowed here. You know, I almost feel bad for the new members because it's like, I feel like they're never going to get like the personal time that like I got with you and some other guys that started earlier, you know, like I remember you would hold pads for people and like before class and all that, yeah. you know, now it's like I, people will ask me like, I don't get personals with Frankie. I was like, sign the fuck up, bro. Cause there's a list. dog. <laughs> you know what, man? It, it's that the whole personal me aspect of, of dealing with people, it's changed. You're right. I used to hold pads for people and this and do that. But I think when my son was born, it's like I put my family on top, Jim, you know, and it took me a while to kind of figure that out. But it's like, dude, are you guys my family? Yeah, you are. But the people that I have, that I live with and then I care about and then I, I help build are my actual kids with my wife, you know. And so, yeah, I kind of had to step back from that. And I'm like, you know what, man? I don't remember. I don't I don't know if you remember, but it was like a year ago or two years ago when I kind of stopped coming to the gym a little bit. Yeah. I kind of lost faith in the system, man. I remember we had that conversation. We had that conversation because I'm like, I started seeing things that I didn't like. And the gym was going in a direction that I didn't, I didn't like it. And I didn't know how to turn it around. And I'm like, I think it, I think it was you. I'm like, look, Mo, I'm like, somebody's going to come into the gym and I'm going to ask them like, hey, how are you? They're going to respond with good. And then they're going to ask me, how are you doing? And look what, look what they say. And I think some, I forget what it was. They came in. I'm like, oh, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm doing good. And then they asked me, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing pretty fucking shitty. And they just kept walking. Oh, damn. I'm like, you see that? I'm like, people don't care anymore. And it was, it was a bad time, dude. And I, I stopped coming to the gym for like a month. Yeah. Everybody was scared. Like, oh shit, is he going to close it down? And I had truly thought about closing it down. Remember, I remember too. And when you mentioned that, I was like, damn, you know, because I feel like everyone looks to you as like a leader and stuff. So it's like they don't see you as someone that's like vulnerable or in need of any type of like um, it's emotional support in, in a way, yeah. you know, it's just um, I mean, even for me, too, I see you as just like this fucking you're all the way up here. Like, you don't need help with shit. You know what I mean? Dude, I, just, I, had, a, I had a lot of stuff like heavy on me like i had just found out that my son was autistic so that was a tough one and i'm like i felt guilty bro i'm like dude like i spend all my time with these people that don't give a shit about me i'm over here my son needs me and i stayed i stayed away from the gym for a while and i remember telling uh juan i'm like dude i think this is it i don't think i have i think the gym and has run its course he's like what's gonna happen he's like dude i'll back you up if you want to close it we'll close it and we'll just you know part ways sell whatever the hell we're gonna sell equipment and that's it and I remember it was around January. I think I was coming back. I wasn't coming back yet, but um, Macy and Lexi and, and Eva were like, hey, are you okay? And I explained to them, and they're like, they're not happy. Like, I'm not. And they're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. And then they started telling me, dude, like, we miss you when you would go to the gym. And I was like, wait, these are the people that, you know, I want to be here for them. And they're actually telling me, like, hey, we know you're not happy. We see it. Do what makes you happy. And the, if it wasn't for them, I don't think I'd, I would have came back, uh, you know? And I think at that time, people started realizing, oh, shit, we're being a little selfish at the gym. Dude, there was people taking shit without paying. There was people that haven't, they weren't paying their gym fees. And I'm not, I'm not going to be the one going to track you down. And, oh, you got to fucking pay for the gym fee. Like, no, man, it's kind of like an honor system, right? Yeah. And the mats were fucking dirty. People were fucking leaving trash everywhere, shoes Thanks. on the mat. They didn't give a fuck. And yeah. I was like, why? For what? I'm not getting rich off of this. It's not what I'm doing it. 
And I think, I don't know, maybe you said something or you guys had a little fucking meeting in Toronto to the gym, you know? And I came back and everybody was like, dude, and I, sorry, glad you're here. And, you know, we got right back on and I, I started steering the gym towards the direction I wanted to go. I stepped away from really being really personal with people in that aspect as me giving too much of myself. I think I give myself enough to everybody individually. Like, you don't see me holding pads for, pe- for any anybody anymore. But I do talk to everybody. Yeah. I, I'll make my rounds. I get there. I walk towards you. What's up? Fist bump you. Say hi to everybody. Go in the fucking, in the back room. I say hi to everybody. And, the, you know, I sit there. When people come in, I, I'll ask them questions. How are you? Da-da-da. How are you feeling today? And sometimes people want to talk to me for 20 minutes. Sometimes people want to talk to me for five. And I like that. If I could unload some stress off of you, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm there for. And I feel like I don't talk to you as much anymore. <laughs> Just because it's like... I actually haven't even taken the classes a lot lately, dude. Yeah, man. I was giving you a hard time about that. But I'm not giving you a hard time to be a dick. Yeah. I'm just making sure you got your priorities straight. You always tell me, oh, no, I got to go work for something. I'm all right, cool. Yeah. I yeah just if you're going to go home and just fucking pop open a fucking tall can, then yeah, we got a problem. Nah, nah. Just been busy this and then work. Doing a lot of work stuff lately. It's just tough, man. Adult now. Yeah. Real adult. Adulting is hard, man. But it's 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 a good thing, dude. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I, I like the future of the gym where it's going. And, um, you know, I hope everybody's uh, excited for the that's going to come next year. Can't wait we for the move. Might be doing two gyms. I heard that. Um, were you the one that told me or Nick told me? I think Nick was I mentioned how you guys were thinking of opening one in like, uh, I can't remember where he said, but somewhere else. I think it was Texas at the time. Oh, it was Texas? Oh, I yeah. thought it was going to be around here. Uh, um, little known fact, at one point I had uh, one, two, three, four Spider Muay Thais. Running at once. Nice. Wait, yeah. was that when I was with you or no? Was that before? No, no. I oh. shut them down to really focus on one. So I helped Chris start. That was one of my last ones. I helped Chris start a satellite gym. Uh-huh. You know, because uh, after he. How about Pena? Chris yeah, Pena? yeah, yeah. Busted his Achilles. He was kind of lost. And I'm like, what do you want to do with your life, man? He's like, you know, I want to give. I can't fight. I want to coach. I mean, you really want to do this? Like, yeah, I want to try it out. I'm like, all right. I mean, let me, let me set it up for you. Uh-huh. I'll handle it. Like, say nobody gonna gonna want to start a gym called Atalion with with one coach and no members, right? Yeah. So the 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 thing that I had with me was at a at a young start, I branded myself and I branded myself right, like the whole fucking spider and all that stuff. Like it was done by a professional. <clears throat> I network up the ass. I no emails, no nothing. I would go to people. I got that's how I know a lot of promoters. So I was known in the community. And all I did was I reached out to where he, in the area where he lived, I contacted uh, Adi, I think, school. And I'm like, hey, uh, this is Coach Frankie from Spire Muay Thai. I was wondering if you're interested in starting a uh, uh, Muay Thai program. And I have my fucking shit down. I'm like, this is how much I don't, I'm not going to pay you rent. We're going to split the profit 60-40. You can charge whatever the fuck you want. Give me 40%. You can keep 60 Okay, great. What time? I don't know. You tell me. Okay, this is this is cool. I'm going to uh, do a seminar there to get all your members interested. And so me and Julio went and I told all the gym members to come. So we made a pop, right? Yeah. It's fucking eye opener. So everybody's all interested. Like, oh, shit. I'm like, all right, by the way, this is this is uh, Coach Chris. He's going to be running the, the Lakewood location. Cool. So for the longest time, it was uh, uh, Spider Muay Thai Lakewood. And yeah. so that started building and he got bigger and bigger and bigger. So he branched off on its own. We killed the name Spider Muay Thai and Mataleon was born. 
That's the karate spot that the one who was at before he got. Yeah, his, yeah, dude, yeah. That's, that's where, crazy. That's I went there started, before, man. like a few times. I remember yeah. I brought my cousin there once too. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice of you, Coach. Yeah, she did. You, I like helping people, man. Just like like uh, like Mike too. You know, I, I help him build his his uh, his uh, system down. He started off doing was it boot camps? Yeah, it was, uh, B, it was before BMF or was it no? Still? It was still BMF, but it was just boot camps. Like when you get into a business like that, you got to know what your niche is, right? Huh. And he started doing boot camps, then he started doing personal training, and then you know, little by little, he he had enough time to not. Uh, financially struggle, but to really set what he wanted, and he came out with this like hybrid of personal training slash boot camp, uh-huh. you know. And all he has to do is just look over people. Yeah. The, the, the business side of it worked out for him perfectly. You know, just like the same thing with um, with Edgar right now. You know, Edgar was there just doing personals, and I'm like, dude, what's your goal? He's like, I want to open up a gym one day. I'm like, cool, man. He picks my brain. How do I charge people? What system do I use? How do I keep track of the people? How do I keep, how do I charge people? How do I teach a class? You know, stuff like that. And so that's how St. City Kickboxing came about. Hey. And he's, you know, I know eventually everybody's got to fly the bird's nest, right? Yeah. I thought St. City was his thing from his other gym. I didn't no, realize man. he started here. No, he hit me up. He's that's like, what should I call cool. it? And so he gave me a couple of names. I'm like, I like this one. Okay. What about the logo? Hey, this logo is cool as fuck. Yeah. It's like, cool. And yeah, man, everybody starts with an idea. You got to have that motivation. Yeah. You know, Which there's a lot. Of, yeah, man. A lot, and, and, you know, we, we talk all the time. You know, he came in, he came in uh, a little broken and I didn't, I had heard from Julio. He's like, hey, you know, Edgar's looking for a gym. He's hurting right now. What do you mean he's hurting? I'm like, oh, man, he's just, he's just sad. Man, we fucking reach out to this guy. We had talked before here and there, but not nothing nothing formal i'm like hey man i heard this is what's going on like i really like to just talk to you and yeah he came to the fucking gym and we talked for like a fucking hour fucking let all the emotions out and i'm like dude fucking come here man uh, like this place is always open for you uh, you know, i think edgar's a great he was um, dude he was able to help out his mom he bought his fucking mom a car man maybe not new uh, you know, I reached out to him as soon as he fucking said that. I fuck, I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking proud of you. Uh, and that's what it's about, man. It's like, dude, he fucking thanked me. And I was like, dude, it's like, that's what I like seeing. You know, you're, 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 you're growing. And, you know, the, the sky's big for everybody, man. It's like, if I was a fucking uh, snotty ass gym owner, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. You can't do that shit here. You know, same with Legacy, bro. Fucking Legacy. Legacy and I met randomly. I don't even know how the fuck he got my number. He just called me and I was building a tent. And I was like, yeah, man, I really like this guy. Just come meet me. Yeah. I'm a very fucking in, in, in person guy. So I could tell a lot about when I talk to you. Vibes. And it's why I fucking talk a lot. And um, came in. I'm like, oh, who's this fucking gangbanger looking fool coming up here? He was all tatted up. <laughs> I thought he was Mexican when I first Total met him. <laughs> opposite, bro. Fucking smart man. And, you know, the fact that he, he has, uh, you know, his kids and he takes care of them, like, that's single, what I like, bro. Single father, like, you got fucking motivation. You're a single father. I'm like, you're a fucking great role model. Let's run it. Yeah. Be part of my team. He's a very like uh, intimate coach too, dude. Like like when I first met him, he was like uh, texting me just randomly, just seeing yeah. how it was and stuff. I was like, yeah, hey, him and I have a lot of fucking similarities, man. Yeah. And that's, why that's what it reminded me of was you. Me and him vibe fucking a lot, and dude, I I love seeing his program grow. And you know, I told him, I'm like, what do you want out of this, man? And I'm like, you want to open up your own gym? He's like. Like, I just want to fucking roll with you. Why here we go then? So it's yeah. always going to be Spire Muay Thai and Legacy Jiu Jitsu, man. Yeah. Yeah. He just started his podcast too. I'm excited, dude. Yeah. I'm I think so he's, he's, he's uh, we're going to do one together too. I want to yeah. see what it's about. 
Yeah, he's got a cool setup, dude. It's cool too because he's into music. So me and him will talk about music yeah. and all kinds of stuff, dude. Uh, it's just interesting to see the different characters that come into Spider, dude. You know, you meet great people, man. There's been uh, CIA people that walk through there, like yeah. oh, dude, fucking profession and profession. Like if I were to tell you who walks through, there, you'd be like, no fucking, <laughs> fucking astronauts, yeah, fucking dude, cops, average Joe students. Yeah, you know? it's cool too because when you're there, it's like we're all equal, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody punches everybody stuff. in the face. Game of tag. Yep. Yep. All right, Frankie. It's been an hour forty, dude. I don't want to keep you from your family, no, you're dude. Good, man. Um, thanks Thank for you. for coming on, dude. Oh, I really man, appreciate it, dude. Me, I feel like we got a little bit tighter a little off bit of closer. You got to hear some fucking stories. I know, I can, and I know that people from the gym are definitely gonna appreciate this because a lot of the shit you said are questions people are always asking about you, dude. Especially about your fighting past, dude. Yeah, we didn't really touch into that, but that's for next time. Yeah, that's for next time. I just was letting you roll with whatever you wanted to say. <laughs> you know? So, anyways, thanks for being on, dude. As always. Stay cool, stay high, join a fucking gym and get active. Goodbye.